0: The USFL Gambling Podcast live reaction show to the USFL draft on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So go grab that thing and let it
1: ride. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn-of-the-century critic as crude and barbaric, with little chance of survival. But survive it did. Being played in the United States Football League Oh my God, the
2: quarterback is We sometimes forget that football being the consummate team sport is a great deal more successful when you do play as a unit and don't rely on individual talent Frankly, I'm impressed with the USFL
0: The draft is moving along, man. The draft is just firing away. Uh, We got DeAndre Overton, DeAndre Overton to the Philadelphia Stars. You're seeing uh, some of that footage there, DeAndre Overton. And this is a uh, look, Bart Andrus. I've been I've been seriously impressed with Bart Andrus. So uh, in year one, I know he won like a World Bowl or whatever you want to call that uh, in in the old World League, but. uh, Andre Overton played at, at, at Clemson. It's another guy pedigree. When you talk about, uh, you know, playing in big games and playing at a program where, you know, you're playing with tons of, of talented players. Uh, so that one makes sense. Um, Chris Platt jr. Also went to the generals. Any of those catch your eye or, I mean, you think generals are a team that uh, I don't know. I feel like, I uh, feel like coming into the draft. They uh I I Mike Riley is a pass happy guy. So I think the receiver position is gonna be extremely port important with uh with the, the New Jersey Generals as they draft Chris Pratt, who played at Baylor for six years. Six years. So yeah. experience there. He's on the yeah, that was like me in college. All right. That was like uh you, you get the eight-year plan. Uh man, yeah, the picks are just rolling by here as Ray Bolden, Ray Bolden to the Michigan Panthers. Um, this is one, uh, I think Ray Bolden, the Panthers just loading up, and, and he's a small school guy, I believe. Uh, Stony this is guy, Brook. yeah, Stony Brook played in the XFL. Um, so experience there as, as, uh, we got some footage of Ray Bolden. There we go. I mean, nice. Yeah. Look, FCS, Stony Brook's not terrible. I mean, for 66 receptions, 780 yards, nine touchdowns, uh, uh, hey, uh, sign me up! Sign me up! I think it's a decent pick. What do you make? What do you make of Ray Bolden to the Michigan Panthers? Jeff yeah, Fisher,
3: just looking at the highlights here, It looks like a guy who's going to get in good position. He's going to fight for the ball and um, get right over top of that coverage.
0: Yeah, and we got the Tampa Bay Bandits on the clock. Bandit ball. We come
1: from down in Country.
0: It, you know, you know. They've had a, a sneaky, good draft as well. Jordan, lastly, out of UCLA. See, that's, that's interesting because UCLA, I feel like, you know, they have had some tough years of late. Now he's, he's from right here in LA where he grew up, but uh, Hey, I actually, he was a Jim Mora guy. Cause he came, he, he graduated in 2018. I was about to say, cause Chip Kelly's, I, I feel like one of his Downfalls at UCLA has been the wide receiver position, but uh, yeah, he he played with Josh Rosen and uh, and Jim Mora Jr., a friend of the program. But yeah, played with the Baltimore Ravens in 2018, played with the Oakland Raiders in 2019, as well as the uh, the Detroit Lions. Then he went to the St. Louis Battlehawks, and that was a team had COVID not struck, perhaps they would have won the XFL championship. They were playing strong ball, and uh, most recently it was with the Montreal Alouettes. Hey, I mean the resume speaks for itself. He's been part of these leagues and been successful in these leagues. So I can, I can see Jordan lastly working out with yeah, the
3: bandits he, for sure. But, He's got deep speed. I've yeah. seen a lot of speed go off the board. It seems like.
0: Yeah. And just the fact, like to me, like you stay playing, cause you n- you never know, like the Barry Foster situation to go back to the nineties, You just take a year off, might be hard getting back into football shape, but as long as you stay in a part of these leagues, stay practicing as, as you saw, he was with Montreal last year, and prior to that, the St. Louis Battle Hawks, and then three NFL teams. So, Jordan, lastly, uh, I think a wise pick by the Tampa Bay Bandits. We got the Pittsburgh Maulers on the clock. The Maulers are here. Got an old commercial from Burger King. <laughs> This is a great this
2: is Sunday. The Maulers
0: play Denver. In uh, old commercial. Uh, shout out uh, the Maulers draft to Delvin Hardaway uh, from Fresno State. Where is Via Gomez when you need him? All right, because this guy, you know, Rod Villa Gomez, got uh, host of the NASCAR podcast, uh, the host of the uh, the fantasy football podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's a big time uh, Fresno State fan. So I'm sure he could probably do a much better job than myself. But I, I watch. I mean, I'm a I'm a Fresno State guy. Grew up a Fresno State fan too. So uh, this is a pick makes a lot of sense. You look at Jeff Tedford offenses; that they can get it done. And he played for Tedford at uh, Fresno State. Um, now I know he tore his ACL. I think uh, one of those years. But a, this guy, born and raised in LA, um, his cud- his cousin played seven seasons with the New England Patriots. Uh, so. Hey, uh, football pedigree in the family. It's a guy that uh, look Fresno state has got, got players. Do I need to mention the amount of receivers that came out of Fresno state? You can go back to the eighties. You can go back to where uh, look uh Stefan page, Henry Ellard. You can go to the nineties um, with David Don, you can go to the, to the two thousands with Bernard Berrien, Devante Adams, obviously they produce players in Fresno. So shout out to the bulldogs. For uh, for producing Delvin Hardaway and congratulations to Delvin Hardaway. Next up, Taiwan Taylor to the Breakers, the New Orleans Breakers, um, and the New Orleans Breakers. I thought we're having a sneaky good draft. Um, I still want to see what they do with the defensive side of the ball, but Taiwan Taylor is a guy that played at Western Kentucky. He's a hilltopper. topper. Um, what do you make of this pick? This is a guy who has in the NFL. He has 53 catches, 697 yards, and two touchdowns as a member of the Titans and the Browns. That's pretty impressive. What do you make of this pick?
3: Yeah. You got to love the, uh, the experience up there at the professional level. Um, so he can bring that. He knows how to compete, knows how to play with professional players. And I, I think that's going to be important and it's going to show on the field.
0: Yeah. And, and like I said, the picks just rattling off here. And then you have uh, Tyler Simmons going to the gamblers six foot two Oh one out of Georgia. Um, and he has experience in the NFL as well. He played with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Some, um, I think he played for a few other teams. So uh, look, I mean, that that's uh, going they're going with experienced players that have played in the NFL. So you gotta like that if if you're a, a fan of the USFL, they're they're getting guys that are are somewhat proven in the National Football League or have had stints in the National Football League. I'm still waiting to see if they grab some of these uh, FCS players or something that are currently in college. But by the way, Peyton Ramsey, uh. Peyton ramsey to the stallions now is that that's Peyton ramsey the wide receiver um tuskegee. Cause, yeah because there's a- rec- there's a quarterback Peyton ramsey that played with the northwestern but yeah, this is a receiver from uh from tuskegee and uh hey uh i don't know much about that football program but uh hey uh look they they've uh hey, what's that d2 D two and he uh, look he tied second on the team with receptions. Um, hey, he's uh, six, one, 179, a little thin, but hey, he's got. I, maybe he's a player. Look, some of these gems. I mention this all the time. Uh, some of these gems come from schools like this where you just go, huh? I mean, he won MVP. Uh, in, in, it, MVP honors uh, in <coughs> uh, against uh, a, a few game in a few games here for their team. I don't know. I mean, look, it's hard to get to get full. Uh a full opinion of this guy. But I, like I said, some of these guys, you look and say, what the hell they went to this school and they can play. I mean, how many players, I mean, yeah, you see it year after year, whether it's NFL, well, you know, whether it's NBA, you see, you know, you look at these certain players, you go, what, man, <clears throat> how, how did everyone miss out on him? I mean, you you got the bears logo. You got the bears jerseys behind you. Walter Payton yeah. was the guy that only got one recruit. One recruit to a uh, D1 level. I mean, actually, I guess technically two, because Jackson State was still D1 at the time. Was Jackson State and Kansas State? Everyone yep. else didn't come calling for Walter Payton. Think about that. Arguably for the sure. greatest running back ever. No one else. No one else said, eh, you know, he's all right. You know, yeah. Uh, same situation. You see it times. I mean, like Jason Taylor was a defensive end, a, a Hall of Fame defensive end for the Miami Dolphins. He was. I think he was an Akron zip. I mean you see it all the time in, in the, in the national football league where, you know, so maybe Peyton Ramsey can work itself out here. Uh, look, we were talking Fresno state football, Justin. I appreciate you, yeah, uh, thanks, but, man. but I, yeah, please come back and talk with us brother because uh, yeah. And, and, and I'm excited to, uh to have you back, man. And uh, look, we got rod. I got to ask him about Fresno state football, man. We got to get him in here because his boy, not that long ago, just went, uh, just went what? How many picks back? I think five picks back. Delvin Hardaway, Pittsburgh Maulers. That's a Fresno State guy. Pretty sure Rod's, uh, you know, somehow ran into him at a bar or something. Or, uh, what, what, what do you <laughs> make of that pick? Pittsburgh Maulers, Delvin Hardaway, brother. I How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Look at,
4: I'm on the West Coast, so you guys got to catch me all up on this nonsense because I, I, uh, I just barely had woken up. And, well, you are too though. So you're, you're hard charging, but I had to take the kids to school. So, uh, USFL draft I had to go on without me, but Hardaway. Uh, yeah. Good one. Good pick. Yeah. those no state guys get, uh, get their props in the bigs.
0: Going into the mallers. And yeah, I don't know if you know this, but they had Josh loves from San Jose state and they, they, uh, they drafted him yesterday, but they also, the, the former quarterback from San Jose state, but they also went and got a, another wide receiver from San Jose state while you were gone. Uh, they got, where is this? They got Bailey Gaither. So they're, they're Northern NorCal, NorCal strong, the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh ballers. Ball. Maybe you have a second team, my friend. Maybe I do. Maybe I have to go. Uh, well, look, what did we
4: say before the, the shifting tides of fandom ship may have to shift in, in
0: another, Direction for me. <laughs> I, I like what you did right there because you made me queue up this. It's easy to see a tide turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Birmingham Stallions are on the clock, and and they're one that just got Peyton Ramsey, a kid uh, from Tuskegee, uh, a school that uh, I'm pretty sure many have not uh, v- viewed football games unless unless, unless they knew you knew someone mean. directly involved in that game. But uh, hey, some of these small guys, they they work out they work out. We've talked about this so many times. I mean, I could I could probably do a 10 hour show on, on, on small school guys working out in, in the national football league. We had Don Beebe on the show. He went to Chadron state. All right. What? Who? Yeah. Don Beebe uh, played in five super bowls, went to Chad, Ron state. Doesn't matter if you can play the game. Sometimes there's a lot with football. So all, you know, a lot of times, you know, you might be talented. You didn't end up in the right situation. It's all yep. about the right situation, um, and and we see it time and time again. Birmingham Stallions on the clock, and uh, yeah, I'm excited for this. So, um, how's the morning been for you so far? Is it fast and furious like it was last night? Ah, uh, it has been certainly fast and furious. Had some technical yeah. difficulties with the camera. You know me; I'm not a technology guy, but I swear I didn't do anything. I had some camera issues, so you, the the fans are missing this beautiful you ba- backdrop of the USFL Gambling Podcast. So little disappointed there, but yeah, it's been flying. It's been flying by and uh, glad to have you here. And uh, yeah, you you guys out there, Rod Gomez. All right. Give him a follow on Twitter. You got to, because uh, you got to check out all of his work. He's on Twitter at RJ Villa Gomez. And uh, Hey, this guy hosts the fantasy football podcast. Uh, on the sports gambling podcast network. He hosts the NASCAR gambling podcast. This guy, how many, how many teams do you, you said you were covering You're uh, the Oakland team or the San Jose team or something. This guy's always doing work. Uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate him, but do uh, what was the team name? You said the Oakland, uh... it was the Bay area Panthers. It used to be the Oakland Panthers. Now it's
4: actually uh Bay area Panthers. They had to, they had to shift their, their allegiance there, but they're still covering the Bay. So Oakland is part of the Bay. It counts.
0: It counts. It counts, man. So uh yeah, uh round seventeen about to begin. And yeah, it's been flying by. It's been flying by a lot faster, actually, man. So uh hey. You would um, think that it would at this point. I mean, this is this is day two. They they've got the big
4: names out of the way, right? The the ones that they wanted to, and now it's uh it's more of just a this is what we're filling out our rosters with, and it's probably gonna come fast and heavy. So uh yeah, they got a lot of ground to cover, that's for sure. 35 rounds in <laughs> total. That's that's a big deal, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I but I had the audio on there on something. My apologies. Um, but yeah, uh 35 rounds. Shout out to uh, uh shout out to everyone yeah, viewing yeah. us. Uh, uh we're very excited for the USL season. If you can't tell, we're longtime fans of the USFL. I knew, I knew. Rod was a good friend. All right. Now, look, I I had not met him at the time, and I knew he was a good friend because I got word that he was watching old USFL football games over the summer. And I said, whoa, 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 who is this guy? Who is this guy we got? You know, and uh, you know that right, instantly, right then, I was like, that's a first round draft pick right there. That's a first round. If I'm evaluating human beings like they do for the NFL draft, I say first round potential right there. Uh, so we are huge fans of the USFL and we're glad to see uh, this league back. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I can't wait to bring you the rest of the draft and the rest of the season and seasons might I add seasons.
4: Let, let, yeah. Let's not, let's not cut them short
2: seasons. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. So uh shout out to uh shout out to everyone who's joining us and uh, yeah, I'm waiting for these picks to come in. Now uh, we were talking before you got here about what we, I think the, uh, the Philadelphia stars have probably had the best draft so far.
4: You well, said what that you- last night, I, I, I'm going to have to agree with you only in the fact that they got my guy. So they, but they ended up getting not just one general's quarterback, but they got them both. So they, they basically just paired up both of the, the general's quarterbacks. Uh, you know, I love my guy, Brian Scott. So the fact that he's actually going to be, uh, in, on the stars, I may have to have, I may just have to like the whole league, Colby, let, let's just yeah. that. i, mean, I just to like the whole league and not root for one team. Like I did with the XFL,
0: I didn't yeah. think the XFL team. They gave me a hard time here at SGP uh, SGPN because I was rooting for, uh, I had like five favorite teams in the XFL.
4: <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what it's boiled down to for me now. So, and, and look, so now as you're talking about the stars, I'm, I'm pulling up their Twitter feed real quick. Cause I wanted to, to see what they're up to. And, and look, this is how hardworking Brian Scott is. He's already in the war room. Right now, looking at, oh. the, at the wide receivers, he's evaluating their wide receivers. Who's going to be throwing the ball to?
0: Gotta love it. Gotta love it, man. And and look, I know that you know you probably have you know five favorite teams now because you you know you know some of these guys, uh, and I think that's part of the problem. When I was with the with the XFL, you know June Jones, friend of the program. Oh, Houston Roughnecks. Oh, I got to root for them. Oh, uh, Jerry Glanville's a Tampa Bay Viper. Oh, he's a friend of the program. I gotta root for them. You know what I mean? So you end up knowing these guys, and then so so you you end up having a thousand teams. So, uh, yeah, and picks Hard are coming. in
4: Just one.
0: Yeah, it really is, man. It really is. Picks are starting to roll in again, Rod. And uh, I see uh, we got what? Uh, uh, ma- ma- how do I pronounce that one? Anasa Bailey. Is is that is that correct? Morgan State. That's over by where I grew up. Um to the stallions. The stallions are going with these obscure schools. Morgan State and Tuskegee. The past two players drafted. Morgan State and Tuskegee. That is a uh, quite impressive. Um, but hey, Skip Holt saying, I don't care. All right, let's just let's just get these guys going. So um let's roll. Uh, what do you what do you make of this pick? But also, I say the Houston Gamblers have passed on their second pick in the 17th round due to their Oh, okay. Due to the pick they had last night,
4: um, that that was them giving up that pick, and they knew that they had to give it up in a later round. So they're actually picking the seventeenth round to give it up. Not a bad pick to give it up, I suppose, if you're going to be diving deeper into this. But yeah, this this guy, Manasa Bailey. Look at, I mean, he looks good. He looks like he can catch the ball, which is what you want, right? He looks like he's good in traffic, make men miss. A hundred
0: percent, man. A hundred percent,
4: especially in these leagues too. These these startup leagues where uh, the defenses are going to be a little bit uh, ahead of you. You're going to have to learn how to play in traffic. You're going to have to learn how to break tackles. You're going to have to learn how to get out of messes because you're going to be in a ton of messes early on as an offense.
0: Yeah, yeah, and but but the gamblers gave away their pick, but they actually they drafted some some wideouts that were kind of small. I feel like we're going to see that run and shoot back. Uh, with the gamblers. Um, and now we got Chad Williams to the Breakers. Chad Williams to Man. the Breakers. Um, hey, I thought the Breakers had one of the better draft picks, too, or, or draft classes so far. When I evaluated yesterday, when I was going home looking over which teams uh, I liked, Chad Waves coming from Grambling, too. So he's right there. He's a hometown guy. Uh, this guy played with the Arizona Cardinals, Indiana, Indianapolis Colts, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and don't be fooled. Uh, just because you see a guy Grambling University, they produce players. Do I got to mention Doug Williams won the Super Bowl? Uh, legendary quarterback played in the original USFL, went to Grambling, and and they've always had talent down there. Third round pick in the NFL by the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, he's got 20 catches for 202 yards and a touchdown in the National Football League. So sign me up to Chad Williams being a good pick in, uh, time in- the Chiefs too. Yeah. What do do you make of this pick? I think it's a pretty good pick. Yeah. I
4: mean, again, this is one of those practice squad guys that people bring in. And if the chiefs scouted him and thought he was a good enough pick to bring into his, their practice squad, uh, that just says something about it. Cause those, those teams that are that good, they don't look at at, at folks that aren't going to improve their team at some point, or at least feel like they're going to improve their team. So, you know, the fact that he was even there having a cup of coffee with the chiefs, uh, I, I definitely think that's a good sign for a guy like Chad Williams.
0: Yeah. And they were loaded at the wide receiver position. So, I mean, come on, that, that, that makes sense um, that he, I mean, it, it, just because you didn't make it with the chiefs, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's probably a good thing to put on the resume that I was hanging tough with them and they thought highly of me. So uh, yeah, uh, the USFL draft, cause I, the, the breakers, I, th- I honestly think they've, they've had a <laughs> sneaky, good draft. I am going to go, uh, go ahead and say second or third best draft based on yesterday's, not, not today's but yesterday's and uh, Hey, keep an eye out for maybe Valerie Larry Fedora. I am always interested to see what he does with the defensive side of the ball. Cause if I ever had a knock on Fedora as a college coach, when he was with a couple of the Southern miss and North Carolina, it was the defenses that I thought were, were the weakness of, of his teams. So we'll see what he does with the breakers. We got another pick in and what's going on. What is going on here? Uh, the Nor- the NorCal Mahler's. Are you are you seeing this? Are you seeing Walker, this, Trey Walker. I mean uh, yeah. this is the third player from San Jose State, the fourth player, uh, and and I want to say out of their last f- like five picks that played college ball in Northern California.
4: So, let, let me uh, tell you something about it too. These these schools that are not, you know, the 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 Mountain West conferences and, and some of these other smaller conferences that are just outside of the actual you know, big, big, big power schools. That's what, this is what this is for. You know, like these guys can play football. The problem is, is that a lot of them just couldn't make it to the actual NFL proper and stick, you know, you see a lot of the practice rounds guys, but again, the, the fact that they they can play football. So a guy like Trey Walker, San Jose state, right. We saw them light it up in, in all of their games and, and he just couldn't get a chance to stick on a roster. So I'm, I'm happy that a lot of these mountain west guys are getting a shot to play in the usfl because it showcases not just their talent but the talent of the conference itself that way hopefully at some point they can get more looks from nfl teams down the road
0: yeah and and the norcal maulers can we get rid of the pittsburgh title <laughs> we, can can we... Go, we can go the bay the bay area maulers bay area maulers look i even got music for them Not music, a commercial. But Randy Satterfield is drafted by the New Jersey Generals. John Franklin
4: in. is actually uh, drafted by the Bandits.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I missed. I missed. I'm and, and Furious, man. Well, I mean, we. Can... <laughs> That's hard. John, John. John Franklin, Florida. Uh, Florida Atlantic going to the Tampa Bay Bandits. Hey, and and at Florida Atlantic, this is a guy that. Uh, don't look now, but but FAU was was recruiting at a decent level. This is a, a Lane Kiffin Lane Kiffin recruit here. So uh, he played everywhere, by the way. This is a guy that played everywhere. First off, he was born in Germany. Ooh. Germany, John Franklin. Uh, look, uh, went to Florida State, went to East Mississippi Community College, went to Auburn, went to Florida Atlantic. He won a Super Bowl already, and he won a national championship already because he won a Florida State. He was on that roster. And then he was on the, uh, he was on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had one catch for, for 11. I'm sorry, had one rush for 11 yards, not one catch. Uh, wow. Wow. I mean, you're
4: living right. If you have one rush and you got a super bowl ring
0: <laughs> and he's got a national championship. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's working out for you. Shout out to John Franklin who played everywhere in college. This guy, he was ahead of his time. Now, nowadays everyone's transferring. This guy was ahead of his time. Uh, So, and now we, 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 uh, yeah, the, the other picks coming in are uh, we had Randy Satterfield to the generals and we had uh, Maurice Alexander to the Philadelphia stars. Now that is a, that is a, uh, that is a, what a, uh, that's the last receiver going here from Florida international. Now we move to the safety position, Philadelphia stars back on the clock. Bart Andrus, uh, followed by the New Jersey generals. Um, hey. you know
4: some of these, some of these guys too. And, and it's, it's good that we brought up this, this, uh, this clip of him running back kicks. A lot of these guys too are going to be fighting for special team spots. So not all of them are going to be receivers right out of the jump. Uh, so you got to have the guys that can run back the ball. And it looks like uh, Maurice Alexander is, is probably going to be brought in as a special teams guy, which again, you're going to need a lot of, so go for it.
0: And I read this morning that the USFL is going to be kicking off from the 25 yard line. It'll be interesting to see what they do, but I'm just glad to see the return will be, will be happening in, in the, you know, the AAF just decided not to have special teams, which as much as I like the AAF, I thought that was uh pretty, pretty ridiculous because I think it's a, it's a facet of the game. It's a phase of the game that needs to, to, to stay in football because it's always been there. I know that the argument, you got to make it safer or not, but, uh, Hey, they're kicking off from the twenty-five. We'll see how they do it. Maybe it will be like the XFLs. Maybe it will be—I don't. know. Maybe they'll be old school. I don't know. But we'll, uh, uh, I'm glad to see that at least special teams will be a part of the game.
4: Yeah, and well, that's the thing too. Like this is this is a situation where you know that NFL uses the special teams as an audition of sorts to make it into the big roster. All all pro teams do. You know, CFL does the same thing. If you really good in the in fact, you saw. Brandon Banks of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, really just prof- prolific uh, punt returner, kick returner, and you know, you felt like his his talents were being wasted <laughs> on the special teams, and they gave him a shot to actually catch passes. He becomes one of the best receivers in the league, you know. So that that's the kind of progression that you want, even within the team to get yeah. there. Is nothing, but to make it to the top level, you got to prove yourself, even still uh, on special teams. So. You know, don't be surprised if a lot of these guys that are drafted now and and into round thirty five, uh, start to become special teams guys.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. So you look, you wrote an article though, for us uh, over at Sports scaling Podcast Network. Get the SGPN app free to download in the app store on Google Play store. You'll have access to all of our picks, podcasts, and content, whether it's USFL or whether it's bobsledding. I mean, we had everything going. Um, but you wrote an article that I want to talk about in a second. But before I do that. I gotta get us paid, all right? I gotta get us paid. So, uh, let let me tell you this. Do you have it loaded up, or should I just play it? Or I should load I do it up. Let me hit lo- the button. Hit, hit the, the button.
4: button.
2: Hit the button. All right.
0: I hit
4: the wrong button. You know why? Because I don't have the right bank. Because I just sat down. <laughs>
1: Here it's we go. okay. I can, do I can do this.
4: <laughs> Here we go. This SGPN live coverage of the USFL draft on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is going to give you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit. Receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry head over to stableduel.com to get started today. We are also brought to you by IP vanish safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data right now. It's super easy to use. IP vanish is all you have to do. Tap one button and you're instantly protected. Go to IPvanish.com slash SGP use the promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPV dot com slash SGP. And of course, do not forget to download the SGP app. It is your home for all of our free picks, podcasts, and live streams, just like this one.
0: We're back on the USFL gambling podcast. As we go through all 35 rounds and, and look, I'm here with rod Villa Gomez and I just gotta, oh, yeah. I gotta cue this music up. And the reason why is we had we had a a comp pick for the Tampa Bay Bandits. Vinny Papali from Delaware, a blue hen. His father is Vincent Papali. Yes, the Vincent Papali from the Philadelphia Eagles. They might have made a movie about him. That uh, look, we had we had Dick Vermeil on the show, and uh, you know he might have said that Hollywood did some things with that film that maybe uh, wasn't accurate. But uh, regardless, he got a fat paycheck for being there on on, uh, on set. But Vince Papali. Uh, his son. And, and let me tell you something. If you don't watch Delaware football, Delaware keeps a great FCS program. They they've played uh, in several, several uh, they've won national championships. They, they are always in the FCS playoffs. I feel like, so shout out to uh, Vinny Papali. I uh, played with the Montreal Alouettes in the CFL. And then most recently the spring league. Uh, well, unfortunately and- he didn't get to, he
4: get a chance to suit up. That was a, that was the COVID shortened season. He was going to get a chance to play for the Alouettes, but uh, never did get a chance to do that. But he did play for the Conquerors. I do remember him with the Conquerors, so uh, that was a, a lot of fun watching him in the Spring League.
0: Hey, I mean yeah. to get some pedigree going in the league here, I love it. I love it. Um, a, lot,
4: a lot of those spring, those Spring League guys are coming over because that's that's what it was. I think it was a natural progression from from the management of the Spring League to this. They got a good look, and it proves that the Spring League works. So I, I think that's kind of what they were going for as well.
0: I love it, man. Uh okay. So look, round 17 is a wrap. Fifteen, no, what? 18 more rounds. I can't even do math. It's too early in the morning. I need to drink more of this coffee. Um uh Philadelphia Stars are back on the clock. But Rod, you wrote an article. I was I was alluding to this right before we cut to to, to break there. Uh listing your top defensive backs in the USFL draft. You can go check out all these articles as the draft happens. Why wouldn't you, people, see if you can forecast the next pick. Um and uh, y- y- all those players uh, that, that you wrote about top 10 defensive backs. There's some that are still on that board. I mean, is there one, maybe you think the Philadelphia stars should be grabbing is that I know we talked about this yesterday. I know you were high on Jojo tillery at a Wofford. Um, I don't think he's been taken yet. If memory serves me. Correct. Um, oh yeah. Per- nope. Perhaps. The- yeah. <laughs> perhaps. Uh, Maybe maybe the Philadelphia Stars call. Uh, oh, you can never go wrong when you draft a, a guy named Jojo. All right, I, I believe that. Uh, so perhaps they 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 go for that guy, or maybe maybe they see something in uh, Darian Winston from Baker College.
4: Come on, uh, I'm looking. I'm looking also at Prince Charles. Uh, God, I'm not to pronounce his name wrong. Iwara, uh, Prince Charles Iwara. Like th- that guy, I think he needs to to get picked up too. Um, he was on the 49ers practice squad chiefs. He was on the commanders, uh, which Washington commanders, not the
0: spring. Oh, I got you. I got uh, you. Falcons
4: yeah. team nine Alouettes conquerors. Like this guy is well-traveled, but has played at, at every level that he can play at. So, you know, I, I don't know why he's not picking up. Uh, also looking at a guy at Mason gray played in the indoor football league. Uh, hell of a player in the indoor football league. And I've, I said in the article too, that when you can play in confined spaces, like the indoor football league, like <clears throat> you're, you're, you're good enough to go on the, out the, the bigger fields. Cause uh, indoor football, you got to have a really short memory. Cause you get burned quite a bit as a defensive back. So,
0: well, they get uh, that like 10 yard advantage, right? They get that. Uh, they can run behind the line of scrimmage. I think that's ridiculous, but I mean, Hey, that, yeah. Um, you're like the uh, waggle we're um, done here. I'm a defense guy, man. All right. Look, I'm one of these old school guys that says, hey, I want defense and special teams to play a, a bigger role in football. I am the Clint Eastwood. Get off my lawn uh, guy here. So Philadelphia Stars on the on the clock here. We'll see what they do. For, but the defensive backs, it's funny. You know, we we were previewing all these positions. And uh, it it's it's you know, we were kind of a little bit in the dark. The USFL wasn't giving us a list of players. So you're just trying to go all across the board. Not, none of us had Shay Patterson going first. I mean, no, no one, like, I don't even know experts, not even yeah. experts, experts. <laughs> the equivalent of Shay Patterson being drafted. Number one is like, you know, me being the lead actor for top gun Two. You know what I mean? Like it, it you know, like it's like choosing me. It's like, are you gonna get Tom Cruise? No, you're gonna get this idiot over here. Ant. Uh
4: <laughs> what's up, Maverick? Uh, that's it. Forever, your nickname now is Maverick.
0: There we go. I'll take I'll it. I'll take Maverick. it all day. Hey. Uh, I although Iceman, Iceman's kind of a cool, cool nickname too, man. Ice. So but uh yeah, shout out to uh shout out to uh, Top Gun too. All right. <laughs> I wanna, man, I can't wait to see that. I really can't. <laughs> Top Gun 1 is just is heat heat man still to this I'll tell day.
4: a story about that too. So uh, when I joined the military when I was 18, uh I I had my my Top Gun moment. I was on the beach in Virginia Beach in my dog tags playing uh uh volleyball. That was that was it. That was the epitome of me being in the military man was being in that Top Gun moment. <laughs>
0: You, you had to find a volleyball court, right? You were like, hey, I joined. I, I joined. Yeah, I was. It
4: was yeah, beautiful. it was beautiful.
0: That's hilarious. Uh, you went out. Of, he probably drove 45 minutes out of his way to find a volleyball uh, spot. So just so he could play volleyball like, and relive Top Gun moments. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> I can't blame you. If you would have stationed me in Texas, I would have found a volleyball yeah. so, so, somewhere. All right. Uh, you're rocking with the USFL gambling podcast and I'm Maverick. He's Iceman. (laughs) All right. And, and uh, look, I'm excited to bring you the next 18 rounds. What are you doing with your day? Call out sick, cancel, cancel cancel whatever you got going. Maybe you and the wife planning to go grab lunch. Well, you know what? Make it dinner. All right. Sit back, (laughs) relax, crack open a cold one. When I say cold one, that doesn't mean beer for sure. Now depends who you are. Look, if it's a root beer, it could be a, a sunny D I don't care crack back a cold one, sit back, relax. It's early in the morning here in LA. And, uh, and yeah, we're on the West coast, bringing you this USFL gambling prize. The season kicks April 16th folks. We're so close. I can't wait, man. We got that. We got, we got the, we got the playoffs oh. in Canton, Ohio. We got a draft pick Jack Toko. I'm probably butchering that um, Jack Toko. Uh, this sounds like a guy in a movie. <laughs> this is uh, this is, um, uh, this is a, a, a movie name here. No one talks to Jack Toko like that. Um, he's still the Philadelphia Stars. I'm I'm trying to quickly uh, find out uh, what we know about the guy.
4: Well, I know that he was with the Vikings, the Redskins, the Iron, the Steelers, and most recently the Wildcats
0: of the XFL. Mm, but he went to NC State, and as an East Carolina guy. I got to say, this is a horrible pick. I'm joking, Jack. You could probably play some good, some good football, but uh, look at this. We got him on. We got some film too. There As we go.
4: Iron. Look at this His AAF film uh, hit him hard. There we go. There
0: I have his go. card.
4: Then Let, let's put it that way. I have his card
0: shout out. Shout out, shout out to rod via Gomez. Still, still, I mean, repping the AAF cards. I love the AAF.
4: I, I mean, you know what? I even have the AAF, uh, um, Lego set too. They
0: really did a Lego set.
4: They really did a Lego set. Yeah, I have, I, well, it wasn't Legos per se. It was, it was a different brand, but I do have that.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, yeah, now I, I makes...
4: actually, I remember when he picked that ball off.
0: There we go. There we go. Got the Lego set. I was wondering, I was like, damn, the AAF was only around for a couple of weeks. They made a deal with Legos.
4: I mean, they made a Lego esque type deal, but yeah. I have all of those. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's when, uh, that's when who was the uh, what was it? Charlie, what was his name? Charlie, the owner of the AAF. Oh, yeah, I, I blocked his name. Charlie something. He, he knew a guy that was uh, yeah, Ebersol. He, he knew probably,
4: that, Adam. You didn't have to put it in the chat.
0: <laughs> I think he knew, I think he knew a guy that was working at this uh, at the Lego plant that was probably a disgruntled employee. He's like, I could leave this company, I could leave the Lego company right now. Uh, I, I know these fans are like, what the hell is this guy talking about over here? You're rocking with the USFL gambling podcast. And look, we're waiting for the next pick. And sometimes this is what you do. New Jersey generals on the clock, Jack Toko just taken. Um, and uh, yeah, New Jersey generals, then the Michigan Panthers, as we are now drafting safeties, safeties. Um, what do you want to see? What do you want to see your, your generals are on the clock you wrote an article about defensive backs. up, oh, we got to pick in Shalom uh Luani. Luani uh, as we quickly research from oh, this is my guy. This is my guy. I probably saw this guy play live. I probably, yeah, um so we are good friends with Mike Leach, and he brought us up to uh Pullman, Washington. So yeah, I, I probably got a chance to see this guy. I don't know. He's been in the NFL for a while. He, he got drafted in two thousand and seventeen with the Oakland Raiders. Then he went to the Seattle Seahawks in 2018. Then the Los Angeles chargers in 2019. Wait, were the chargers here in 19 or are they in San Diego? Then I think they were still here. Um, uh, Houston Texans uh, in 2019 and 20. And then with the jousters in the spring league in 2021, Hey, he's experienced. He was drafted in the NFL, 28 tackles in the NFL, all first team pack 12. Hey, sign me up. I think it's a good pick.
4: Say what you will about the, the, the spring league, like I said before, but the jousters were a pretty good team there. Uh, they, they, they didn't, their record didn't prove it <clears throat> all the way, but they, they were a good tough team. So uh, they were competitive. I, I like what the spring league brings to the table. I really do. I like the fact that they were uh, out there playing football and, and you got to see uh, guys that didn't necessarily just were able to stick in, in CFL or the, the NFL. And they were trying to, to showcase their talents. So you know, guys like this, guys like Shalom get a chance to play and and that's going to be good for him and good for the league.
0: Yeah, definitely, man. And the picks keep coming in. Orion Stewart, who went to the University of Baylor is now a Michigan Panther. He's now a Michigan Panther. Uh, look, uh, the Michigan Panthers first off, uh, Baylor, I I I touched on this yesterday. They have a winning culture down there and it's kind of been coach proof. Um whether you know they've had four different winning coaches in the past decade um so whatever they're doing the culture is there um we have another pick too of henry oh man here we go meli from yukon to the bandits you know when they are uh, oh, i'm sorry obi henry uh melafunwu hey when when you start grabbing yukon players national champions might i add in 2020 according to the new york times um Hey, we got footage of the guy. Look look here. Please, he's playing some good ball.
4: Obviously, he can pick the ball off. That that's that's first and foremost what you want to see. A lot of these guys, especially when you're digging deep into the into the rosters of this, uh you're not seeing all of the stats to back things up. You're not seeing a lot of interceptions, you're not seeing a lot of uh stuff like that, but I mean, when his highlight reel already shows two interceptions, that's two more than some of the other guys that are out there on the on the market. So, uh, definitely good for him, and 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 good for that. He was on the Raiders, the Patriots, the Niners, and the Eagles. Uh, bounced around back and forth. So, uh, won a Super World Bowl.
2: Champion. What?
0: Yeah, won a Super. First off, he's from London, England. Uh, but played. Uh, yeah, won a Super Bowl. Second round pick for the Oakland Raiders. So, hey, uh, perhaps this is a great pick by the Tampa Bay Bandits.
4: Well, he was. So he was with the Patriots in in twenty eighteen. Uh, so he appeared in two games, got three tackles, got him a ring.
0: Boom. That that's called getting it done right there. His younger brother, Ifitu, uh played college ball at Syracuse and was a Detroit Lion as well. I mean, drafted a, uh, you know, hey, he's currently on the Detroit Lions at, at cornerback. So whatever his family's doing, they're doing it right. Shout out to uh Henry or Obi Henry uh, Melifonwu and welcome to the USFL. All right. Now on the clock. Now we have the Pittsburgh maulers. Uh, now, I've been told not to play that drop again because I can be, you know, pretty crazy. And I feel like I could play that for the, the rest of the draft. Really? They, they don't even have to pick and I could pay that clip. Um, what do you, uh, the maulers though, uh, if they draft another Northern California guy right here, I'm just going to go ahead and say they should move the franchise to the Oakland invaders. I'll take it. I'll take them. Bring them over. Yeah, I mean there's room for both, but I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um I don't know. I mean, this is this is one I are you surprised at the defensive backs that are going right now? I, I am because when I looked at the
4: pool, when I looked at the original pool that we were doing and and all that, I I had identified 10 names that I thought stood out the most. And again, this is how much we kind of don't know about what we know. Uh, in fact, so I was looking at him and, and I, again, a lot of the guys that I researched were we're not on that list, so apparently I'm not a scout or a, an evaluation talent scout. But that's okay because well, I
0: talk about. I mean, it. I I think it's you're at, we were at a tough spot. We were in the dark, and when not only being in the dark, uh, because they weren't giving us names, we had a COVID thing happen where you had all this extra eligibility going out there. Players that you know had gained so you our our pool was so much bigger. So. um Yeah, it was just uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Uh, We we got another pick here. Arnold Tarpley the third to from Vanderbilt goes to the Pittsburgh Maulers. So not a NorCal guy. Arnold Tarpley the third to the Pittsburgh Maulers. Hey Vanderbilt, look, sometimes you get some gems at Vanderbilt. I, I I know I know people will say, "Come on, dude, they're Vanderbilt," but they they they've been known to have a couple good players here and there in that league go to the or, or go to the league I should say Arnold Tarpley perhaps might be the next one here we got some footage on him here you go and like i believe Derek Mason was his college coach Derek Mason say what you want about him he is a good defensive coordinator he's a i think he knows defense well so uh well, one and, thing
4: I noticed real quick, just from there is that he's a, he's a safety that likes to play up along the line of scrimmage.
0: Yeah. So, and, and his hometown, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ooh. Well, there you go. Coming home. Season tickets uh, yeah. next year just went up a little bit. Um, <laughs> Jacobs, Georgia George. state goes to the breakups or the, the new Orleans breakers. This is one where uh, what uh, dartes Jacobs. This is a guy that graduated, I believe, what 2015. I mean, he might have been a transfer from Georgia Tech, if I'm seeing this correctly. State. Yeah. Went to, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So he graduated from Georgia State. A six-one, uh, two hundred pounds. kind uh, of dig up what I can on this on this guy. Um, he, There's he, not played, much on him. I'll tell you. He that played much. for the Swarco Raiders. Where is that? That is in, that is in Germany, right? right. Uh, yeah, actually uh, the German league. Awesome. I love it. Anytime <laughs> you get a guy from the Swarco Raiders, part of the European league of football, by the way, I would love to see that on tele- television. Can we get that on television? I would watch that. You can get it um, on YouTube. I'm I'm all on board. Yeah. I'm all yeah. on board. Can, ne- games. can never <laughs> get <laughs> enough football, man. Yeah. Um, we also have, I mean, the trick, the, the, I'm sorry, the picks are starting to really come in. Uh, Andrew Soro from Florida international goes to the gamblers. This is a guy I believe was with the Kansas city chiefs. Um, uh, Hey, uh, this is a decent, this is a decent pick. I mean, the guy that played with the Kansas city chiefs, you you're, you're playing big time football if you're with the Kansas city Chiefs. So six, two, two, 10 FAU, once again, probably a Lane Kiffin guy, I believe. Um, and uh, what do you make of that pick? Uh, was well, six foot, two, two.
4: He had the four, four, five, seven, 40 yard dash. So not bad for a guy, <laughs> for a lineman or a defensive back.
0: Yeah. And then I saw also Christian McFarland to the Birmingham Stallions. Christian McFarland played at Idaho State. Idaho. Um, now, Idaho State. Also, Merrill Hodge, graduate from uh, Idaho State. Friend of the program, uh, McFarland's from Sacramento, California. And although Idaho State's football program has not been great, this guy it's can play. Playing. He was at Sacramento City College. Um, just he played solid ball. And let me tell you something. If you play, uh, Idaho State plays in the uh the big sky. The big sky is a very good FCS football conference. I love big sky football. So um you're going up against some top-notch competition, whether it's Weber state, whether it's UC Davis, Dan Hawkins there, or whether you're going up against Montana, Montana state, uh, you're going to be going up uh, against some pretty good talent. I believe uh, in that conference, Eastern Washington's in that conference as well. We know they're, they're a really good program. They've been a really good program for the past 20 years on that red turf. So Christian McFarland, um, not only that, you're going to play a lot of Teams with the uh, big-time offenses, you know what I mean? Like he, this guy played against Cooper Cup, probably.
4: Well, then the proof positive is the fact yeah. he had 35 solo tackles in 2019. I mean, again, as a safety or as a defensive back, making 35 tackles, you're getting tested. <laughs> you're, you're definitely getting tested uh, by those offenses. He had an interception as well, so uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> five pass breakups. Yeah, he was getting tested. So it's not like he was a guy that that didn't see much action in that backfield.
0: Yeah, and like I said, Cooper Cup well, he he uh, left Eastern Washington in 2017, but uh, so I'm not sure if they met or not because he, uh, but potentially uh, if he was at Idaho yeah, state in some of those I'm years. Good. But uh, yeah, that conference in general, you're battle tested, I believe. So shout out to Kristen McFarlane and now the Stallions uh, are on the clock as they go with Tyree Robinson. Tyree Robinson, this is a guy that. Uh, I'm familiar with because this guy was uh, from at Oregon and uh, at Oregon, I told you this, I loved their defensive coaches. Now I didn't like my, I'm not a big Mario Cristobal guy. I think he's, he's slightly overrated as a head coach, but they had good defensive coaches. They were producing top defensive talent. Jim Levitt, I think is one of the most underrated defensive coordinators in all the college football. He was there then. Uh, so, and not surprised to see Tyron, Tyree Robinson have success as he played with the Dallas Cowboys the San Francisco 49ers, the Hamilton tiger cats and the Edmonton Elks. He was on the El- Edmonton Elks roster as of yesterday. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Like, uh, yeah,
4: but unfortunately he didn't get a chance to play, uh, with the-, the tiger cats though, because that was that COVID season. So unfortunately we never got to see him play in the CFL. But again, that says a lot about these guys. When they get picked up in the CFL, you know, they get, uh, uh, especially with the 2020 season, it was tough because a lot of them didn't get a, a chance to play when it got canceled. But, you know that that's where these guys get their shots so for the uh, like i said the tiger cats have a very tough defense and they're known for that so obviously if the tie cats were looking for him to play for them there's something to him and and he's got a a good strong
0: pedigree so yeah and and uh, the, the 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 picks are coming in Manny Bunch next up uh from Tulsa to the Houston Gamblers Manny bunch. Great, great last name there bunch, but uh, look, he's, he played at uh, Tulsa and the AAC and I alluded to this yesterday. You, I mean, just like when I mentioned the big sky, even Tulsa, even probably even more. So you get such a variation of offenses. You go up against SMU uh, that runs the air raid Houston that runs, you know, the air raid, or I guess when he was there, it was Tom Herman's offense, but uh, uh, and then you take on triple option Navy. And at the time he was, there it was triple option two lane as well. And then you, I mean, at the time he's Carolina, Scotty Montgomery was throwing the ball over the field. So you you're getting an UCF with Scott Frost. So you are getting all these different types of, of offenses. So to, to play at a high level oh, there, man. uh, I, I think is a pretty good sign that this guy could probably adapt to whatever scheme they're facing. Manny bunch taken with the Houston gamblers. Um Hey, uh, what do you make of this pick, Rod? So, 29 solo
4: tackles in his uh, 2019 season. Five pass breakups. uh, You know, the the guy can do it. He's got a forced fumble in there somewhere, a fumble recovery. Um, So he's all over the ball. You know, guy that can play and and play tough and play physical. Like you said, Navy's not a not an easy opponent to play. Like those guys, they will run down your throat. And for defensive backs, they're not covering well. Navy, they're covering a little more then, then with army, you know, you're covering receivers more with Navy than they are with army, but mostly defensive backs have to stick around the line of scrimmage for that triple option for that, uh, that, uh, running game. So yeah, I mean, that, that's not a tough matchup to have on the, on the schedule or not matchup yeah. really matchup to have on the schedule.
0: Well, yeah, as I'm saying, like you, you really get all variations of, uh, of offenses. Now I know we're not going to see a triple option team yet. I'm hoping got the fingers crossed. I love hoping football, me man. too, man. I, I want to, I, I would love to see it in, in the USFL or the XFL or the NFL really uh, next pick the Pittsburgh Maulers Bryce Torendon from Kansas to the Pittsburgh Maulers. Look, you normally always get skeptical when you see a Kansas draft pick uh, of late, but Hey, here's some footage of him. They've been one of the worst football teams, but some sometimes there's diamonds in the rough on, on some bad teams. Um, Hey, the Maulers didn't draft a guy from Northern California. So I guess you you, can keep, we can keep them in Pittsburgh, but uh, yeah, 5'10, 181 pound uh, uh, safety shout out to Bryce Torndon. Congrats on getting drafted. He was all big 12 second team in uh, 2019. Um, Yeah. This is a guy that uh, look in the big 12, especially when you're Kansas, you spend uh, during, during these years, were spending a lot of time on the field, playing defense, your offense, couldn't get anything going and you're playing some high powered offenses uh, in the big 12 there with, you know, Lincoln Riley and uh, uh, I guess, uh, guys, Tom Herman. I don't know if you want to define that as high powered or not, but uh, you know, Texas tech cliff Kingsbury, you had high powered offenses and, and to, to go up against that nonstop. You're, you're going to, you got something going. Uh, another draft pick is uh, carry on Williams to, uh, to the Michigan Panthers. I'm sorry. I missed uh, Anthony. How do I pronounce that? Gioffi, uh Rutgers,
4: but is that, is that Anthony Chaffee? I, I believe that's Anthony Chaffee.
0: Is that, is that how you pronounce that? I O F F F.
4: Yeah. Cause again, this is a guy that actually played for the red blacks and the BC lions. If this is who I'm
0: thinking of, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So
4: he actually, I've, I've seen this guy play firsthand on the red blacks and I love me Sam Anthony. So this is a outstanding signing by the bandits. Cause this guy is definitely battle tested. He is a tough player out there and he hits about as hard as anybody as I've seen. Uh, I loved him with the red blacks. And in fact, he's a great cup champ. So, uh,
0: you know, okay. I'm on board. I'm on board. And uh, look, then also carry on Williams from Nebraska, 6, uh, 1, uh, from Shreveport, Louisiana. This is a guy that uh, played at Nebraska with Mike, Mike Riley. Guy. So he doesn't go to the generals. He goes to the Panthers, uh, Jeff Fisher though. This is a guy that Jeff Fisher played defensive back part of the 85 bears played you know for USC Southern Cal, and in, in their heyday. So he knows the defensive back position. You go back to his Titans teams or his even his Rams teams. He uh always had good defensive back play. Lamarcus Mar- joyner. You can go back yep. to uh with with the Titans. Um uh what was it? Uh Blaine Bishop. So uh next up, uh Drayvon Askew Henry was drafted from West Virginia to the New Jersey Generals. Uh that's your generals, my friend. My what, what do you make of this pick? So this guy uh look played with played at WVU for Dana Holgerson. He's been in the NFL really, uh Pittsburgh Steelers oh, 2019 oh, 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 oh. with the Jacksonville Jaguars and even the New England Patriots. And you like that because Belichick knows defensive backs better than any. And then uh went to the New York Guardians and then to the New York Giants and now to the New Jersey Generals staying in that area. I, uh, I like it because I remember him
4: with the Guardians. I absolutely remember uh, him playing because, again, I, I, my buddy, I have a buddy named uh, uh, Askew. His last name is Ask You. So I was like, oh, wow, look, Ask You. Uh, so I remember him being on the field, but I remember him being a beast. Like, I remember the the announcers calling his name quite a bit. So he, he definitely had an impact on the game. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like this. Uh, I like the signing.
0: And we also have uh, Cody Brown drafted to the Philadelphia Stars. Cody Brown played his college ball at Arkansas State. Um, and hey, those teams, uh, they won. First off, he played with the Houston Roughnecks as well, so he was undefeated in in all football. Um, well, actually, I guess not, because he was he played with the Salt Lake City Stallions in the AAF, but he was top ten in the league in tackles there. And uh, look, he won. He was part of Arkansas state's championship teams in the sunbelt in 2015 and 2016. So when you talk about pedigree, uh, that's a pick that makes sense. Shout out to Cody Brown getting drafted by the Philadelphia stars. And Bart Andrews continues to me to have a great draft. You just love him. That's all. Yeah, I do. I mean, look, any guy, anyone named Bart, we need to bring that name back. There's a few names that need to come back. Leroy's got to come back. I was talking about that the other day. You know, not not many Leroy's out there right now. No, they're not. We got to bring them back. So, um, we are waiting on potential comp picks. So, uh, you know, like I said, that if you followed us yesterday, or if you followed the draft yesterday, you saw some teams. Like I think Skip Holtz's Birmingham Stallions. You know, had they went heavy on the offensive defensive line, and they used some of their picks later in the draft. So we're seeing if uh, that's going to happen with uh, the end of round 19. We got round twenty on deck. Fifteen more rounds, and we got you covered on the USFL Gambling Podcast. He's Rod Villa Gomez. I'm Colby Swinging DantaBase Dant, aka Pick Dundee. You can follow Rod on Twitter at uh, R J Villa Gomez. That's V I L L A G O M E Z. You can follow me on Twitter at the Colby D. And remember to follow the USFL Gambling, Gambling. Podcast on Twitter at USFL Gambling. Um we got you covered for all this stuff. Hope you're having fun. They thought they weren't going to be able to give, bring us the draft. Not going to happen when you have the SGPN studios, shout out to Leroy. Will Jones in the, in the chat saying, Hey, my name is Leroy. Damn right. And you're repping it strong. I appreciate you hopping into the chat. Appreciate you checking out USFL football. Uh, Next pick is up and we got the Philadelphia stars grabbing Ladarius Wiley. Another Vanderbilt player? Do we have a run on Vanderbilt players going on right the, now? Part of the draft where Vandy players come off the board. Uh, hey, shout out to Ladarius Wiley. You are now in the United yeah. States Football League. Uh, he's originally from Los Angeles, California. It's You're crazy. It's just crazy. Like I was saying, like how many players come out? Like and, and they go all over the country. I mean, we were previewing. I think. Illinois, and they're getting players from LA. Well, same situation with Vanderbilt as they grab this guy, six one two ten. Um, This guy's got NFL experience played on the San Francisco 49ers too. Um, hey, yeah, he was on the uh, Carolina Panthers. He's on the Seattle Seahawks. He's had run in Tennessee Titans. This guy's been, he's, he's been around. So veteran, you've seen the tape here, pretty impressive. Uh, I think a pretty good draft pick. I say that for everyone though. I feel like, but uh, no, no, not for the NCAA. They aren't, you know? <laughs> yeah. Not for the NCA, not for the NC state guy. Um, we are at the end of the, uh, we are at the end of uh, round 19. We got the generals on the clock and uh, you're rocking with the USFL gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network. Make sure you check out all of our content. Uh, Generals on the clock. We're we're now switching over though to centers, centers, centers. After this break, though, We've yeah. To take after, a break. Okay, after this break. Sorry. This SGPN
4: live coverage of the USFL draft on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. For every twenty five dollars you bet on college basketball, WinBet is going to give you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and. $1,000 in free win bet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit. Receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to stableduel.com to get started today. We are also brought to you by IP Vanish. Safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. Right now it's super easy to use. IP Vanish is all you have to do. Tap one button and you're instantly protected. Go to ipvanish.com/sgp. Use the promotional code sgp and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com/sgp. And of course do not forget to download the SGP app. It is your home for all of our free picks, podcasts, and live streams just like this one.
0: And we're back on the usfl gambling podcast. And uh, we have the generals on the clock and Hey, you're rocking with the USFL gambling podcast and the sports gambling podcast okay. network. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited about this league. So, uh, look, let's just let's just. uh, What do we got? There are those who say that the fun has gone out of football. That has become too predictable. For them, let me present thirty seconds of football, USFL style. Boom! Boom! I got a bunch of these sound jobs. I'm a I'm a wild man over here. What's up, Rod? How you doing over there? You got a cup of coffee there? Uh, I finished that coffee. I, I had to pound that back. I know that you got up
4: earlier than I did. So, uh, hats off to you. I don't know what you're, what is in your coffee over there, but,
0: uh, yeah. Look, sometimes you got some nose. No, I'm joking. I, I, <laughs> I uh, look, I got, I'm just rocking with everything, man. Look, when I live off of, uh, off of football fuel, you know that what is. I mean? Yep, uh, And the USFL is giving you all you need right now football fuel, man. It's this new, I'm working on this. This needs to be a drink in stores because football fuel uh, it's, it's, it keeps you going, man. It keeps you going. I'm excited. I was a fan of the USFL back in the eighties. I watched them all through the nineties on ESPN classic when they re aired them. And I'm excited for the future of, uh, of year round football, but especially in the USFL. So uh, yeah, looking Looking forward forward to it.
4: Although and, uh, there was a, there was a guy back in the back or uh, what was it Kyle? Love that Chaffee pick Kyle? Yes. I absolutely love that Chaffee pick. Uh, if you watched the, the red blacks defense, that's, that was what they were known for. Noel Thorpe had that defense dialed in the offense was, was very much the, the problem in Ottawa for a little while, but that defense was never in question. In fact, the only reason that they gave up as many points as they ever did was because they were on the field so much, but Chaffee was a huge part of that huge part of that identity. So he definitely brings some veteran experience over to this team and, and can uh, can build a team around uh, an offense that may struggle early on.
0: Yeah. Uh, hey, and people talk about the Philadelphia stars secondary, making me seem like more of a genius there, Rod. When I said they had the best draft, all right, I'm already going to, they haven't played a snap, but I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm onto something That's the new Jersey generals are on the clock still. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're strong believers that, that, that spring football can work year round football. The original USFL, in my opinion, would have worked had it not gone up against the NFL. I don't understand that logic. It was growing each year. I thought the XFL right before, uh, you know, the pandemic was going to work. Its its ratings were better than a lot of other stuff. AAF was going to work before they lost their, uh, their, uh, I think some guy was in like an FBI probe, their main investor that's never good when you're starting a business and your main investor uh, happens to be part of an FBI probe. Never, never good. That's never good. (laughs) Never good at all. I don't care if you're selling hot dogs. That's not good.
4: (laughs) So the fact that Fox owns this though, what do you think the staying power
0: is now? No, I, I I think it's staying. I think it's staying Fox bet. I think it's the best proposal I've seen for a spring league league. ever. Uh, now I know obviously the XFL just dropped news with an affiliation. Sorry. That's my, that's my reminder. uh with with you know potentially uh you know the 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 deal or some, some sort of a, a I don't want to say it's a partnership but with the NFL so that's that's probably pretty stable as well but but uh, I think a lot of that has to do with the legalization of gambling and the fact that uh people of our generation rod we love football and we can't get enough of it I don't I never understood why the NFL Europe went away I would watch that every summer so uh uh yeah so I I'm expect- fired. Yes. Yes, man. Scottish claymores. All right. Uh, I, I, uh, I expect this league to stick around for years to come because I think the demand is there for it. It's uh, well, I mean, look, if, if MLS can exist getting, you know, 700,000 views on their best games, a lot of times then then the USFL and XFL can exist. So we got to pick in though, Jake Lacina to the generals uh, from uh, Augustana, South Dakota. Is that is that a uh, I'm I'm like was that a South Dakota Coyote or is that a Augustana? Augustana Vikings. I love it. I love it. Shout out to Jake uh Lassina. and he was in the spring league. He was in the spring league. So, oh, so. he's got experience exactly. uh, you know, playing at a high level. He played with the Minnesota Vikings as well. So hey, they got something going over there. Um What do you make? What do you make of the pick? I I like it again.
4: We're seeing these spring guys pop off the board. Uh, There's, there's a a method to their madness. Obviously they want to show that the spring leagues and the spring leagues uh, in general work. So, Uh, and and really it's tough to, to kind of judge these centers, right? I mean, it's, it, it, uh, as you are a scout, uh, if you're an evaluator, sure. But for those of us, there's not really much we can make of centers. It's like, yeah, he's a center now.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then I see Sean Richard Pollard. Uh, Is this the same? Is this the Clemson tiger? I'm trying uh, I I believe that's a Clemson tiger that went to the uh, Michigan Panthers. Uh, It's funny when you type in these, these people uh, uh, just through Google, sometimes you get (laughs) some different stuff, but uh, uh, Sean Richard Pollard. uh, Yeah. Clemson tiger. I mean, come on over the past few years, that's been one of the most successful programs in all the college football. So you've played at, at top levels, you played against the Alabama's you played against uh, a bunch of average ACC teams. Um, you played against Ohio state and stuff. So, uh, Hey, uh, I like it. Sign me up. I mean, look, when you get, it's like when, when, when a couple of those LSU guys started flying off the board, you got to say, okay, well, you played against good competition. You're all all second team ACC in 2019. So I believe you've, you've played against top competition. So you can probably play at this, at this level and be successful at playing at this level. So he
4: he played in 2,330 or 2,328 snaps over 55 games in his career. That's a lot of snaps.
0: Yeah. You gotta be happy with that experience. You gotta be. Yeah. Completely happy with that experience. If you, if you're a fan of the Michigan Panthers, Jeff Fisher, Maybe experience is selling to him. Um, we got uh, next up uh, Bruno Reagan, another Vanderbilt player. What's going on? What's going on Vandy right run. now?
4: Bandy run! They must have all gotten together in the room and were like, "Hey, which Vanderbilt player are you going to take?" Uh, and they're like, "Yes,
0: all of them." Did the did the, uh, the 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 Fox Sports CEO? Did he go to Vanderbilt? I need to know this stuff because <laughs> Bruno Reagan is, is a Tampa Bay Bandit. Shout out to Bruno Reagan. Congrats and uh i you know i haven't met many people named bruno but uh i'm sure this guy is one one guy that i would not talk shit to because if you're playing center you, you're one of the hog mollies and uh hey he's from clarksville tennessee 63315 sec offensive lineman of the week against tennessee that's great against and that speaks to me because that was against their rivals so uh yeah well we don't
4: we don't talk about bruno
0: yeah yeah, it's Some, somebody out
4: there knows what I'm talking about.
0: There you go. There you go. We also got Sean Brown uh, from Mississippi Valley State, is a Philadelphia star. Um, look, Mississippi Valley State, Sean Brown, uh, what he graduated there in 2015, I think, if memory serves me correct. And uh, 6'4, 335 pounds. Played at uh, Nassau Community College as well. Um, hey. I mean, Mississippi Valley States, they've produced some solid pros in their day. So can't, can't uh, knock it too much. Once again, center is hard to, he, this guy also lettered in basketball though in high school, he's oh, wow. an athlete. He's an athlete. Um, what do you make of the pick?
4: Anybody that can uh, both letter in basketball and at be a center oh, that, yeah. I don't know how that translates into each other, but yeah, if, if he's got to be a quick athletic guy, that we're going to be running a lot of, uh, a lot of what? twists and and stuff on the (laughs) offensive line. Holy cow.
0: I mean, you wonder if the basketball team really needed somebody, you know, and said, Hey, let's, let's get some guy who just takes up mass, you know, uh, uh, we also have Jordan McCray, uh, UCF golden Knight. Uh, he, uh, he is a, a Birmingham stallion. Now I do believe though that, uh, what he graduated in 2014. You got a little long in the tooth, that's that's an old that's an older player, I feel like. Uh, uh, some experience, don't they, in this league? Yes, yeah. so uh, shout out to Jordan McCray, though. And then you have Nicholas, uh, Fala, if, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, he is now a Pittsburgh Mauler. he comes over from Southern Cal. Uh, so even USC making a getting some guys out there. Uh, but Nicholas Fala is one that he played with the Tennessee Titans, the New York jets, the Denver Broncos and the LA Raiders as, as far as last season. So well-versed he's originally from uh bellflower, California. Oh, uh, Hey, uh, I think that's a pretty good pick. Yep. They said he can play
4: offensive tackle if he needs to. So
0: yeah, I mean, versatility is always good on the offensive line,
4: especially when you're on a new team. And you just need to be able to to play whatever the
0: coach needs you to play. Yeah, and uh, I see another one going. Jared Thomas going to the New Orleans Breakers. He comes over from Northwestern. Northwestern. And You know, if the, if there's an offensive position where I think maybe Northwestern can be decent offensive line, they, they never have great skill position players. It seems like, but on the offensive line, you know they've produced uh, some good players over the years. So. uh, this guy started, uh, and I think some of it is the fact you have to go up against these big 10 defenses and these defensive lines, which I get it. Traditionally, you would probably rate the sec one, but Hey, look at Michigan's defensive line this past year. They were great. Great. DNs. ends um, Wisconsin always stout on the dude, JJ watt, you know? Uh, so you're going up against top-notch talent, Jared Thomas. Um, he spent some time with the Massachusetts pirates of the indoor football league. And
4: look, here's the thing about those, those guys, those, those linemen, there's only three of them. So the center in that has to really be on his game because, uh, those guys are coming at you fast and heavy. So offensive linemen in the, uh, in the indoor football league. And not only that, they have to block for runs too. And, And if you're only blocking two other guys for runners, that, that shows some skill as well. Uh, because the indoor football league runs a lot more than the arena football league ever did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh, So we got the Houston Gamblers on the clock right now. Last pick for the centers, and then we hop into round 21 with the inside linebackers. That's fun. Then after that, we got the guards. Um, You know, it is man. I thought I had that thing turned off, huh? Did you hear that sound? (laughs) No, no, I I, I hear nothing. I hear you, but I don't. (laughs) I got a text message, and I, I, I my 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 sound was on, so uh my apologies if you heard that but uh the Houston Gamblers um on the clock right now centers are going fast it seems like they had they knew what they they knew what they wanted right they
4: were like yep you 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 let's go
0: yeah seriously
4: i you know i wonder i wonder though cuz again as we watch these picks go flying off the board how many of them were actually done already ahead of time? Like how many of these were already known? And now they're just sort of parsing them out, especially on day two, day one, they had the podium. I, I, did you, did you even see anybody take the podium? I, no. I saw a couple of pictures of, of them standing up, but I, I mean, they, they they didn't put any video of them taking the the podium. So I wonder if they even used it.
0: Yeah, I I I uh, I didn't see anything on on that front, and I think I would have seen anything or of something if that had that happened. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah.
4: I wonder how many of those are already just you know like queued up and ready to go? Like, okay, let's. It, it's been five minutes, or it's been a minute and a half. Let let's send the next one in.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I, especially with centers where you know, you know, may, maybe with some different positions, I feel like, well, I, I don't know, maybe you know, maybe they knew certain centers would go you know, I don't know, maybe I, this is all new to me with this, this draft approach. You know what I mean? Like this is a, it's interesting. I almost wish they would have just left it open. You know what I mean? And seen them, we, we could have, we could have uh, seen teams draft based on philosophy. You know what I mean? Being like, Oh, the, you know, Jeff Fisher just drafted seven straight offensive linemen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that would always be a fun element, but I also understand you're starting a new league and you want balance and you don't want, you know, you don't want, uh, you know, the team that drafts a, a terrible team to end up uh, losing every game, 55, nothing. So I get it. Um, what are we doing here? Are mean, the, the gamblers just seem stuck, huh? Seems I, yep. st-
4: the the between rounds must not be two minutes between rounds must be take as much time as you need.
0: <laughs> Ke- Kevin, someone's like, Hey, uh, look, I, I don't know anything about these centers. Someone get me a center. <laughs> find me somebody go, go find the pool of centers. Oh, here we go. Nick Buchanan from Florida, Nick Buchanan. Uh, well, Hey, I mean the Florida Gators, uh, once again, they play in the sec. So uh, Hey, uh, you're playing against top-notch defensive line talent and uh, you know, Nick Buchanan, I guess what played for Dan Mullen and uh, prior to that, what Jim McElwain, Hey, uh, I get it. I think he's a, pr- a pretty decent pick. He started the uh, 13 games at center in 2019. I mean, to me, you're playing on that level. You you gotta be somewhat decent. Like I said, going up against and playing for Florida. It wasn't like you're, you know, playing at uh, some of the the lesser sec schools, but uh, playing for Florida, you must be doing something right. So Nick Nick Buchanan is a Houston gambler. What do you think, Rod? Well, I mean again, he's
4: he's what six three two eighty three. Uh so he he seems a little bit uh, undersized as far as what you're looking for probably in the NFL, but uh if you're going to be running some offenses in in that you're going to be making sure that the quarterback gets out or you got to be mobile and you got to do, you know, blocking from here and there and everywhere. Uh I guess if you're looking for a, a guy that's quick, this is your guy, right? 63. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um uh I mean, yeah, I I think it makes sense. And you know, this is a guy that obviously well experienced just, just the fact you go up against, I mean, I know Florida doesn't play the sec West every year, you know, or or they get, they get LSU, which is that speaks for itself right there, but they don't play Alabama. I think they play Alabama like once every eight years or something, but it doesn't matter to me, you know, going up against LSU, going up against Georgia, going up against, uh, you know, Tennessee and South Carolina, that there's enough defensive talent there. Uh, day in, day out to, uh, or game in game out, I should say to, to know that you're, you're playing at a pretty high level. Absolutely. And, and, and again, these are
4: centers too. So a lot of them could be used in other capacities on the offensive line. Uh, so I guess it's just for them just getting drafted alone is, is good enough, you know, to get your foot in the door.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We got a comp pick alert. Uh, I'm seeing comp pick alert. Braden Patton to the Pittsburgh Maulers. This one makes sense though. Kirby Wilson is a, is a run first. He's a running back or he's a running backs coach or has been for a long time. Now he's a head football coach, but you know, why not? Yeah. I feel like if you're a running back coach, you appreciate, Hey, let me be able to run the ball. Let me uh, load up on the offensive line. And he grabs Braden Patton from Arkansas shout out to the Wolf of Oaklawn, And one of his boys uh, is getting drafted. Um, hey, you're at Arkansas. Yeah. Once again, queue up that line. Uh, I'm seeing, I'm seeing Northern Illinois though.
4: Yeah, that is Northern Illinois. In fact, he played all six games at center for Northern Northern Illinois in 2020. That was the shortened season. Uh, he has third all team Mac honors. Uh, oh, but that must be. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one he's a center.
0: Yeah, it's gotta be him. Uh hey, I can tell you this. As a guy that loves maxtion football that watches every Tuesday, Wednesday nights uh uh matching games, um the Northern Illinois football program has been run heavy for a long time. They're kind of a throwback. Doesn't matter which coach they use, you can go back to the Dave Doran days, but they would run they would run heavy. Uh even their quarterbacks when they had Jordan Lynch, I think it was, that just you know they're running like quarterback delays like quarterback draw delay uh quarterback sweeps uh just fun uh, for for a guy like me and for an offensive lineman i think it's got to be a lot of fun so shout out to uh to braden patton we thought he was from arkansas uh but it turns out northern illinois so we we were calling for the wolf of Oaklaug and shout out to chase uh coming in here breaking down uh, we thought he was a razorback. I, if so, he transferred to Northern Illinois. But uh, so I guess we'll just got you on here to talk about uh, some nice solid
3: offensive line play. What was your reaction to these centers getting drafted? I'm, I'm catching up a little bit, but uh, it, I mean, you got a got a center from Vandy. I mean, you gotta think that that guy probably did pretty well on his SATs and he's the guy that you want running your <laughs> offensive line. Uh, you know, once again, you're going with kind of a pedigree pick with a, uh, with another uh, center out of Clemson. I mean, you know, it makes sense that, uh, that you're kind of going to these, uh, bigger programs for your centers, because I mean, you're, you're, you're facing some complex schemes. You're, you're dealing with the, with the best usually in these conferences. So yeah, I mean, great picks all around. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: like, and Like I, like I said, good. Northern Illinois, they, they, they're like the, uh, how do I, I would say they're the Wisconsin. Well, I'm short of this past year, probably the Wisconsin of the Mac. So, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, this this is a pick that could work out. The final pick or the the extra pick, I should say, of the of the the twentieth round with the Pittsburgh Maulers and Braden Patton. As we move to inside linebackers, interesting, uh, you know, linebackers going in the twenty first round. Uh, you, the gamblers are back on the clock, followed by the New Orleans Breakers. I'm pulling up. You guys can all go over to the SGPN or get the SGPN app and you'll get access to all of this. That's what I actually recommend you to do. But if not, you can hop over there, sportsgalingpodcast.com and click on USFL. We have every single position ranked Mike Moore wrote a great article about his top linebackers. linebackers. And perhaps we get some, uh, called here in the next, uh, in the next couple, in the next coming, you know, minutes here. Um, is there any linebackers I'm pulling up right now? You know, his top rated linebacker. Um, now I'm not sure if inside or outside for some of these guys, but uh, he's got Bryson Young from Oregon being his uh, his top linebacker, followed by a, uh, a, a guy, BJ Blunt from McNeese State. Um, I wonder, uh, you know, perhaps you know, first off, uh, I guess how many. Small because linebackers a a a a position that I feel like a lot of small school players in the NFL even you know linebackers one of these ones that the talent hides it hides it's hard to find the linebacker talent what do you make of that Rod via Gomez uh, I'm making of this next pick that we got coming in Colby
4: this is a this is a good one I like this are you oh, catching this one I, I see it Bravo. now yeah
0: Beniquez Brown to the Houston Gamblers Mississippi State yes. Uh, look, uh Brown. This is a guy, Miss, uh, Mississippi state has, uh, has had some good defense. And this guy played in the NFL with the green Bay Packers too. So he played at Mississippi state back with Dan Mullen was there. Uh, then he played with the Birmingham iron and then the Houston roughnecks. So uh, when uh, undefeated with the roughnecks and
4: I think the iron were decent as well too. Nope. They, and he, yeah. That the iron defense was exactly what they were known for. Uh, and, and you can see it here. I remember a uh, man. I remember exactly this play too. This is when they were trying to to get in and, and they didn't get it, but yeah, Beniquez Brown. Definitely. Uh, uh, really good on the, on both of those defenses. Cause Houston roughnecks had a good defense too. So, and and I do remember him being called quite a bit.
0: Yeah. And uh, he started 28 of 39 games. So very experienced in the sec there. Uh, we got another pick in Gerard Fernandez, another, another, uh, you know, NC state guy, eh, you know, but uh, look, he was with the Ottawa red black. So I know, I know Rod's going to, going to say great things about the guy, but as an ECU guy, it's tough to see these NC state guys, you know, in general, but uh, Hey, this guy can play good ball though. Uh, NC state, they've never been short of talent. I'll say that Um, uh, this guy, you know, played five years there, started 30 games. um, And then like I said, Ottawa red blocks and uh, Hey, what do you, what do you make of the pick?
4: Anybody that played for the red blacks. They're my favorite. Uh, they're my favorite, but he actually uh, uh, was named as the, uh, what was it? The rookie of the year, the CFL team's top rookie. So it was the uh, Ottawa red blacks top rookie. And that says a lot, especially in that 2018 season. That was uh, that was a kind of a tough season for us, uh, but for him to be able to play through it, right. And, uh, and have a good season for the red blacks. Uh, I remember him. I do. I remember Jared Fernandez. So I- I'm glad to see him get some run. Uh, I want to see him do well in the C and the uh, USFL. So yeah, all good. All good on the red blacks front.
0: And we also got EJ Jaya to the Pittsburgh Maulers from North Texas from grew up in Blaine, Minnesota Uh, second in program history, second in program history for tackles for loss. And just so you guys know, North Texas did have Joe mean green playing ball there. Uh so uh that says something there. I'm assuming he's first or maybe they didn't count tackles back then. But uh nice pick by the Maulers. What do you make of this one? Conference USA represent.
4: Yes sir. Well, like you said, I mean, he he had uh, 25 tackles for a loss, he had 121 total tackles, 60 so a forced fumble, blocked extra point, uh, 11 quarterback hurries. Like the guy is all over the ball uh definitely a, a good ball guy or a good guy to get to the ball, um so yeah, I like to pick,
0: yeah, and we now have uh what the Birmingham stallions on the clock, uh Skip Holtz, when he was coaching at East Carolina linebacker play- oh, I like this pick. I know this pick, Scooby Wright, and yeah. I don't even need to research this one because he played at Arizona and he was a dog at Arizona um Hey, I like this guy. He also played in the AAF with the uh, with the with the Arizona team. Look, He was a seventh round pick by the Cleveland Browns. He's played for the Browns, the Cardinals, and the Patriots. The Arizona Hotshots, as you alluded to, the DC Defenders. I like this kid. This kid plays hard. Originally from Santa Rosa, California, uh, and I like this guy's whole story. Just a two star recruit, um, six foot two two twenty eight. You know, and been told no his whole life. And uh, the guy continues to defy the odds, Uh big Scooby Wright fan, nice addition for it. And that's, that's right up. Skip Holtz's alley. Find a guy that, that, uh, you know, feels like he's been disrespected and he's just going to overachieve at every, at every chance he gets Uh next pick, Josh Banderas to the stars, Josh Banderas. Um, this is a, a kid from Nebraska. Um, it seems like there's been a decent amount of Nebraska players drafted in this as well. Um, this, uh, believe this was a, uh, Mike Riley guy or Bo Pelini guy. We got some film on him here, but Bo Pelini knows he knew his defensive of guys. So maybe with Mike Riley, I'm not sure how that transitioned, but Pelini was a defensive expert, uh, in his heyday. Obviously he struggled recently at LSU, but look at, look at this film here, 93 total
4: tackles in 2016. That that's a hell of a, a resume right there. 40 solo 53 assists. So uh, five tackles for a loss not not bad stats not not a bad uh, little resume there in 2016 for
0: for Josh and he's got the smarts he was academic all Big 10 2014 2015 2016 pretty impressive um, then we have uh, the bandits I taking Christian they're Sam they're from Arizona State um this is one where look Arizona State I would say I was weary of the defense being played of Arizona at Arizona state during this era. This is Todd Graham, I believe. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, look, the guy had decent numbers in Tempe and uh, he's had experience playing with the Patriots, the dolphins, the 49ers and the lions. So uh, Hey, uh, I can tell you that if Belichick's got you on the team, he sees something in you um, that's a good sign. So I think that's a good pick. What do you What do you make of that pick?
4: 127 total tackles. I mean, we talked about it just before. That that's a hell of a resume. 87 solo tackles in 2017. That is a very busy linebacker right there. So, uh, yeah, definitely somebody that you want to have on your team.
0: Um. Yeah. Um. So uh, we got another pick in there, and Justin Lorenz Hughes from Kansas State. Um. um uh, that that's one K state's linebacker. You, so uh, you gotta like you gotta like that. Um, what do you, what do you make of that pick?
4: Well, again, you know, these are guys that are all getting there. He's 6'1, 229, uh, hell of a, a size right there for a linebacker. So you know that he can probably hit very hard, uh, played 25 career games, 15 starts uh, started all eight games in 2020 at 45 tackles. Had two tackles for a loss and a pass breakup, so uh, you know, again, another busy guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, and I believe we have uh, Peyton that's going to join us here to talk uh, to talk so some uh, USFL. Um, okay, uh, well, perhaps not. We're we're, we're waiting. We were internet connection there. Um. So. Uh, we got uh, next on the clock. Wait, wait. We had Chris Chris Orr taken by the New Jersey Generals. Chris Orr. Um, this is a guy. First off, that's your New Jersey Generals, Chris Orr. Though experience, I believe he has some NFL experience as well. Uh, first off, from DeSoto High School in Texas, which is very very historic. Um, played for the Carolina Panthers in 2020. He was all Big Ten, and this is a guy that went to Wisconsin. Wisconsin knows defense. Rod Badgers. Yeah. Although, although Peyton is back. We got Peyton back. Oh, there we go. Okay. Um, Peyton Ramsey. How you doing Peyton? I'm good.
2: How are you guys doing today?
0: Oh, we're doing fantastic man. Seeing your name called. Uh, how does it feel to be a part of the U S F L
2: man? This blessings, man It's blessings. I can't even put the words into it right now, man. It's exciting.
0: Walk. I mean, congratulations because I know it's got to be a a great day. But walk me through your path in football because you you played at at what Tuskegee, right? And and so that's not you know the biggest name of schools, but but walk me through
2: because you're getting there. You're getting there. You're working
0: up each step.
2: Man, it's it's a Tuskegee is a small HBCU college um, in a small city close to Auburn, in the middle of Auburn in Montgomery, Alabama. Um. Where it's hard to get a chance out of here. It's, it's very hard to get a chance out there. So I'm just blessed. I'm lucky, man. That's lucky and blessed is the two words I can put into the words for it, man. It's just exciting, man. And you get to stay home. I get to stay home. That's that's the that's best great. part about it. I get to stay home. My family, my family gets to watch me play again. It's been almost two years. So I'm just excited to get back out there with the fellas, man. I'm ready, I'm ready to get to work right now.
0: Hey, that's, that's fantastic. This is what makes, you know, these opportunities so great. You know, I I went to East Carolina when skip Holtz coached there. Uh, I I, I believe he's a, he's a really good coach and I believe you're going to be playing some winning football and I'm excited to see you play there. Uh, Yeah, this is, this is really, it's fun to watch these stories, you know, you know, we've seen so many times players that didn't get the right opportunities, you know, whether I mean, obviously the movie just came out with Kurt Warner. That was one where he was playing in any league. He could get his hands on, just play some ball and look what happened to him. He went and won a super bowl played in in another uh, and, and all with, with the chance of playing it in another league here. So I think maybe we could be looking at a similar situation with Peyton Ramsey. Rod, you got anything you want to ask Peyton?
4: Yeah, hey Peyton, so look, when did you know? I mean, th- there's a little bit of, of, of uh
2: mystery surrounding this thing. So when did you know? Did you get a phone call today or or did I got you got know- a phone call? We got a <laughs> phone call at the beginning of the round. I'm like, it can't be possible. I'm like, he's saying, he asking me, Am I ready? Am I healthy? Which which they already knew, but when they first <laughs> called me, it was it's kind of mind blowing. I was like, is these guys really about to take me coming from Especially seeing all the guys that's been picked up already coming from NFL experience teams, big big name colleges. So it's just blessed for me to get an opportunity, especially coming from Tuskegee University, man. I just I couldn't be more blessed for that, man. And and now you're being interviewed. Like this is this has got to be surreal for you. Surreal. The, my, <laughs> my very first interview, actually, is crazy. It's oh, crazy. there we
0: go, man. First well, well getting, first day hey, yeah. First of many for sure. And look, just because I'm, we make a point of emphasis all the time with this, just because you've these guys, these people from small schools doesn't mean they can't play. You look at some of the greatest players ever, Jerry rice, Mississippi Valley state, Terrell Owens, Chattanooga university. Great. Yes. It's the, the NFL misses a lot with talent evaluation all the time. We see it. Yes, so, sir. I'm excited to see you, man, and I think it's a great story. And keep pursuing your dream, man, because uh, I see great things, man.
2: I really appreciate that, y'all. Y'all tune in, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a one of a ride. I'm trying to tell y'all. Will will well, do I'm it, and, sure. Yes, and please come back and talk, talk, talk ball with us, man. Most definitely. Anytime you need me, y'all know where to find me. It's it's, it's, it's quick access.
0: There we go, Peyton Ramsey, Birmingham Stallions. We appreciate you, brother. Best of luck take yes, care
2: Thank you guys. Y'all take care now. You too, my friend. Yes, take sir. care.
0: That That's a great story, man. That's, that's, what's great about this league. It's given opportunities, you know, and you never know when you give someone an opportunity, what that can do. Uh, that's it, my favorite all-
4: part of this Colby. That is my favorite part. Talking to these guys, getting their stories, like seeing the smile on that guy's face when, you know, when, when he, he he's like, Hey, you guys are interviewing us.
0: Yeah. Yeah exactly, man. And, and, and you never know in general, it doesn't have to be football. It could be anything in life. When you, when someone gets an opportunity that they've been working towards, you never know what that can present and what, you know, you, like I said, this it wouldn't surprise me, if this guy ends up playing in the NFL and, and, and really, you know, we see it all the time in these leagues. So uh, it doesn't matter the sport, You you know, you could, you could do this for anything in life really. And you'll see people given the opportunity, they excel at that and best wishes to him That is awesome. Uh, That was fun to see, man. He looked like a happy guy. So uh, great stuff to see. The draft is moving along. Um, Chris Orr, Wisconsin. We got, uh, we talked about him a little bit. We got a comp pick of Reggie Northrup
4: Reggie Northrup. That's the guy. Remember I was trying to tell you that he needed to go.
0: Yeah. Uh, What Florida state, Florida state guy here. Uh, Look, I mean, FSU, do I need to mention how many great players have came from Florida state? I mean, so, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, will be a 12 hour podcast then of me just just rattling off great players from Florida State. He gets his opportunity, and this was a what a comp pick, I believe, with uh with with the Houston Gamblers there, right? But if I if I'm correct, I'm sorry, with the uh, yeah with the Gamblers, uh, we also have another comp pick, Jason Ferris from Montana Western. Who people people are probably like Montana Western? Who, huh? Hey, now look, these small schools. It doesn't matter. They can play ball. Uh, and and once again, Skip Holtz finding this talent. He's the, you know he just grabbed uh, a receiver from Tuskegee. Now he goes to Montana Western to find Jason Ferris. Shout out to Jason Ferris for now being part of the uh, part of the the USFL and uh, playing professional football. Fantastic stuff. Um, what do you make of the pick, Rod?
4: Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Again, I still like the Reggie Northup. I'm going to go back to Reggie Northup because we okay. didn't get enough time on Reggie Northup. He, he played in the CFL, uh, definitely has some spring league experience with the XFL, uh, and, and the AAF. So, I mean, the guy, he was a staple. Again, I have his card, <laughs> anybody that I have his card, I, I want to, to cheer for. So, uh, definitely a big fan of that pick. And that was one of the guys that was highlighted in our article on the website. So. Um, definitely, definitely a good pick there. Uh, all these guys, man, these guys are flying in and it's, it's just fun to watch these names, especially the ones that you've seen before uh, in the, in the, like Taiwan Jones, actually, that is just there. We've seen him before in, in some spring
0: league action too. Yeah. Taiwan Jones uh, just, just drafted. Uh, and by the way, we got our guy, Wolf of Oakland coming in Uh shout out to my guy, chase coming back. Uh, ready to talk some football, but yes, Taiwan Jones was just drafted. Um, uh, this is a guy from what well, Michigan, Michigan State, State, um, to the Panthers. Hey, I mean Jeff Fisher knows defensive backs, and and this, they're getting a hometown kid. Played yeah. played it in Lansing. You gotta like that, guys. How you doing, Chase? <sighs>
3: I'm, I'm good. I'm good. This thing is moving along. It's hard to, it's hard to keep track of everybody. That's uh, that's flying off the board right now. I had to change shirts. The other one was definitely soaked with sweat. And uh, how about, how about Peyton Ramsey? What a great story. Well, don't you just love like the excitement on his face? Like that, that got me right here. Oh man, that that was fantastic.
0: That was fantastic, man. And uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've never understood you get, sometimes you're on social media or something and you see these people that are almost rooting for these leagues to fail. And you say, what? what's wrong with you, man? Like you're getting more opportunities. If anything, the sport is getting, you know, by them playing more of it, it's going to affect the NFL game and only make their product better. So I've never yeah. understood the the naysayers on all oh, this spring football stuff. Uh, there's more college football being played than ever right now, right. Uh, right. ever at any point in time. So there's more players out there that just need an opportunity. Rod alluded to this yesterday saying that the path to the NFL, is uh it's a really narrow one and there needs to be more opportunities to develop your game some people uh you know maybe it's maybe it's the wrong coach maybe it's the wrong position maybe uh you know uh, maybe you, you grew grew some late i don't know you know like the situations can always be different and these leagues we've seen it on so many levels uh so many examples and you can do this for many different sports too where players come out of nowhere and they have great stories and uh you know uh end up you making fools out of those people that evaluate talent essentially. Uh, so yeah. yeah, that was, that was fantastic. Next up. We got the guards, the hog are, mollies. You, are you excited? You're a Sam Pittman guy. He coaches the offensive line down there in Fayetteville, Arkansas. He coached the offensive line with the Georgia Bulldogs. Maybe we call some of his former players. You got to love, look, they don't get enough. They don't get the shine. They don't care about that. They don't even want the shine. They just want to go out there and get, Get in the thick of it, all right? Get after it. Uh, gotta love the offensive line um, guard play. Look, uh, I feel like the 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 NFL struggles with offensive line play. Me and Adam Pelletier talked about this on the USFL episode. So uh, I imagine it will probably be the same situation with any form of, of of pro football. But we got we got articles over there. SGPN app evaluating the top offensive linemen. I wonder if there's any guards out there that uh, you know. Perhaps we could we could be hearing their name called. Um, maybe some versatility. Maybe some some offensive lineman that. Hey, if something happens to my tackle, he can shift. He can play tackle. He can play guard. Maybe even play center. I don't know. What, what, what would your strategy be? Would you Would you value a player that can play multiple positions on the O line more so than just saying ah, I'm going to go with this guy?
3: Looking at the roster size of the USFL. Um, I mean, it's not like a, it's not like a huge, you know, college football roster. It's not like a huge NFL roster. Uh, I I think versatility is, is a must. So you might see people go a little bit smaller with these guards, people who can maybe shift out to play tackle. Uh, Maybe, I mean, I, I would jump out of any guard that has any experience, maybe playing center in college also. Uh, just because you know that you can plug that person in, especially with the with the short lineup, and uh, I mean, usually your your sinners are the people who run it, and they're usually the the person calling it out, so they they have a pretty intimate knowledge of what they're running up against.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, well, before we get to the guards, I want to tell you guys uh, the the USFL gambling pro- podcast is brought to you by Winbet. Yes, Winbet's giving you a chance to uh I mean, how about this? For every $25 you bet on college basketball, Winbet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1000 in free Winbet credits. Holy hell, that's a great deal. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap America's Marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to stableduel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our free picks, podcasts, and articles. So go grab that thing today and let it ride. All right. We are back. On the USFL gambling podcast, I am joined by none other than Chase. Uh, I call him the I, I, I don't call him. All these people call them, the, call him the Wolf of Oaklawn. You can find him on Twitter at of Oaklawn. Uh And we have draft picks. We have draft picks coming in red, red, hot. Uh, Steven Rosie to the Breakers from Troy. Troy representing the Sun Belt, One of my favorite conferences to watch. We got Vidal Alexander to the Pittsburgh Maulers from LSU. Like I said, LSU always has top-notch offensive line and defensive line talent, yep. Cameron hunt, Oregon to the Balt- or to the Baltimore Stallions, to the Birmingham stallions. And once again, Oregon, that's one I will cr- Mario Cristobal. He was at Alabama. He was a no line coach when he came over to Oregon. I thought he made smart hires on the defensive side of the ball. And I thought he was very good at bringing in offensive line talent and really changing Oregon's football program on the offensive line. Now, as a head coach, I'm not the biggest fan, um, but I can't knock what he did on the offensive line. Cameron Hunt, uh, I think, is is a quality player that will have a, a great effect with the Birmingham Stallions. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is uh, what do you make? Any of those names, uh, uh you know, any of those names stand out to you?
3: Uh, I mean, mostly, mostly the programs they're coming from. You mentioned Mario Cristobal, who was a, a lineman at the U. Uh, so he definitely has a, you know, knows how to assess talent. Uh, Vidal Alexander. I mean, I kind of, I think this is another round where you might see more kind of sec size players, uh, coming out. And, uh, then, I mean, Steven Ra- Rosie from, from Troy, I mean that before the ascension of, of the university of Louisiana, the raging Cajuns, I mean, that was the, the fun belt, like marquee program. And they've always been, they haven't always been that kind of like spread out offense. They're they're put their hand in the ground and, you know, wreck you kind of, kind of team. So I, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of that program. Uh, I always feels a uh, sneaky good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll feel like solid picks, all solid sized individuals, much bigger than I. So, uh, I think that's probably what you want people bigger than me playing guard.
0: <laughs> uh, I agree. I mean, look, uh, you know, uh, I, I, just think with, especially the offensive line play, um, now I know you can find gems. I think Larry Allen, one of the greatest offensive linemen of all time, uh, was from a small school. Nate Newton, I think was from a Florida A&M. If memory serves me correct. Yep. Um, and I'm, I'm probably forgetting a ton, but at the same time, uh, offensive line is, is one traditionally when you have these battle tested players that play in these conferences that are elite, I think it, 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 it speaks volumes. Um, we got another pick coming in. As this happens, Mike Brown to the generals, Mike Brown is from West Virginia. Um, this is one where I feel like, uh, West Virginia, well, he, I love how I pull up Mike Brown. It gives me a player from 1935. Um. Uh, West Virginia, you know, I, I imagine. I think he played under Dana Holgerson, and he got, I think, one year of Neil Brown as they made that transition. But uh, this is a guy who played with the New Orleans Saints a little bit. Um, with Holgerson, you're in a passing offense. With Neil Brown, it's more, it's more of a balanced offense, I would say. So I would imagine his strength is probably a pass protection as opposed to run protection. I I,
3: I mean, I got to think that we're going to see a lot of outside of maybe like Jeff Fisher. I feel like we're going to see a lot of pass pass heavy offenses. So that I mean, that makes that makes sense to me. I just wonder if Dana Holgerson was able to sell him a nice used Toyota Tercel uh, in his time (laughs) in the in the program. Dana Holgerson is is the Roy Munson of of coaching.
2: All right, he's the
0: bigger
3: and McCracken.
0: Oh yeah. shout out to the classic film Kingpin. If you haven't seen that, you got to check that out. Uh, the, the, the players are going by, the players are going by fast. Jeez. Tyler Higby uh, to the gamblers. Um, like I said, Mike Brown, uh, West Virginia to the generals, Jackson Brown to the stars. That sounds like that's, de- is that, that's definitely a band. Um, uh, uh, we got Fred. How do I pronounce it? Am My butchering that perhaps to the Tampa Bay bandits, Hell. Uh, Harold to the Panthers. He's from Auburn who these, these rounds, I mean,
3: yeah, I, 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 I don't you're even know what r- oxygen tank at some <laughs> point. Like I expect you just take the full, the full <laughs> breath,
0: uh, any of those, I mean, look, all of those, uh, I mean, playing at Auburn, Mar- Markel, Harrell. obviously you're going up against Bama. You're going up against LSU you know, uh, you're going up against some of the best defensive linemen that we have, you know, in, in, in college football day, you know, game in game out. Um, and this is a guy that that also played in the NFL, uh, yeah. got, some, got some burn with the Raiders. What are you going to say?
3: I, I mean, he absolutely he's, he's definitely got, I mean, he's got pro football size. That is for sure. Uh, I mean, six, three, a little bit, a little bit lighter three Oh nine, but I mean, just look at him. He is a gigantic human. Uh, I mean, coming out of Auburn, you got to think, I mean, this was the Gus Malzahn offense. You want to talk about a guy who's probably a mobile guard might be this guy uh, who can get out there and uh, block for those like crazy jet sweeps. And, you know, I uh, definitely can run block, definitely open up a hole in the middle. So yeah, it uh, makes sense. Go into Jeff Fisher.
0: Yeah, exactly. Jeff Fisher's going to, I'm just, so that's one of the big like question marks to me is like, I heard him talk about how he wants to open up the offense more, but I still expect him to run the ball. Uh, 93% of the time, 93% Absolutely. of the time. Um, so shout out to uh, Markel Harrell going to the Panthers. Uh, some of the other guys, obviously Tyler Higby uh, to the gamblers, Mike Brown, we were talking about Jackson Brown to the stars. Um, uh, just a slew of players going on, on uh, left and right. So uh, congrats to all those guys as they joined the United States football league. Uh, all right folks well before we uh, we continue on we want to uh, get paid again we want to tell you that the USFL gambling podcast is brought to you by Winbet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, Winbet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1000 in free Winbet credits. Download the Winbet app now or visit winbet.com that's w y n n bet.com to start winning today. We're also brought to you by Propswap America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to Propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by stable dual stable dual is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry, head over to stableduel.com to get started today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us, the SGPN app, yes, it's free to download in the app store and Google play store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts and content. Uh, So grab that thing today and let it ride. All right. I'm back with my guy, my guy chase the wolf of Oaklaw. man. I I just gave you a, I just gave you a, a, well, we got Ben Holmes in the house. We got Ben Holmes in the house. brand new from the, this is great. New Jersey general starting. Oh, I, I guess, I guess he's got to work things out in camp, but quarterback yeah. Ben Holmes, how you. you doing? Ben congrats on everything, man.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, it's been a fun, fun last couple hours. So um, I'm in the airport right now getting ready to go home. So,
0: Hey, I I mean, walk us through, you know, everything, man. You went, you you were at Tarleton state. And if people don't know that they were D two had great success there. Now they're D one, uh, or FCS, but, uh, walk us through that whole journey. And now, you know, one of the top first names drafted in the, the USFL draft. Uh, first off did, did, yeah. Just walk us through your whole experience going
1: through Tarleton and all that. It's a, it's a long story. It's a, an even longer story just to get to Tarleton. You know, I, I went to junior college in Long Island, New York, um, Nassau community college, um, didn't play quarterback until my senior year in, uh, in high school. Um, so, uh, I didn't really have much, much after that. I had a bunch of D3 and NAIA stuff like that. And I knew I could play at a, at a higher level. And so I went to, went to Nassau two years there at quarterback, um, signed a letter of intent to go play at Stony Brook, um, down in Long Island. And then my mom uh, passed away. So I took, I took about two years off. Um, kind of just like regather myself, if you will. And, uh, my division one clock was up and I got a direct message from, from a coach at Tarleton. And I said, coach, I don't even know where Tarleton's at, but I'm coming. So, (laughs) so I, I got in the car and, and went down to, uh, old, Stephenville, Texas, and you know I still live there now, and I call it home. So I never, never went back to the Buffalo.
0: <laughs> that's that's a fantastic story, Ben. Man, that really is. Yeah. And and you lit it up at Tarleton State, and now you know you got Michael Strahan. He announced you as, as the uh, <laughs> as the pick for the for the New Jersey Generals. That's got to feel great, man. You've come a long way. How was it yesterday, uh, knowing that you're one of the top players drafted?
1: Um, it was it was cool. It was really. A surreal feeling, like we didn't we didn't know where we were going. We just knew that we were going to get because uh, there was eight of us there, so we just knew that we were going to get drafted somewhere. But it was really cool to see because uh, they had it like up on like a big screen TV, and all of a sudden, I'm like, well, that's Michael Stray, and you know what I mean? And uh, he said my name, and I was like, whoa, all right, this is kind of cool. <laughs> so
0: that's fantastic, man. And look, as, as you know, I, we make this point here all the time on on SGPN, but you know these leagues first off, I'm a fan of the old school USFL, but they've, they've been, especially the quarterback position. This has been a a, look, we saw it with, with Heineke, with the Washington football team. We saw it with uh, PJ Walker. Uh, You know, this, this is something that has been happening for years. You can go way back to to Warren moon and Joe Theismann in the CFL. This can be a great opportunity that can really start you, you know, and, and take you to the next step. So. Uh, yeah. It
1: how, really ex- it really yeah
0: how excited is yeah How exciting is that for you? And, and, but I got to ask you though, do you know the history of, uh, how, did you know about the USFL
1: prior? I did. I knew, so being from Buffalo, um, I knew like the Doug Flutie and, and Jim Kelly and, and Herschel Walker and, and all that stuff. And um, I'm a huge Flutie fan. I'm a huge Jim Kelly fan. Um, so it would, it would be cool to like, kind of reach out and connect to them a little bit and ask them about how their experience was. But um, as far as opportunity and stuff like that, you know, I, I can't ask for a better opportunity. Um, you know, uh, you know, obviously I want to be in the NFL. I want to, I want to do all that, but for right now I'm going to be where my feet are and, and just stay grounded and, and just worry about beating the stallions on the 16th, you know? So
0: yeah, man. And, and look, I think that's, 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 that's what you got to do. But at the same time, I, I dude, I, I really think you got a bright future ahead of you. I'm excited to watch you with the New Jersey Generals. Congratulations and please come back and talk to us about this experience because I'm telling you, uh I, I'm very excited for
1: your future, man. Yeah, I, I, you. I appreciate you guys having me
3: on. I gotta ask, I mean it you're the first wave in uh, what I'm calling two twenty two twenty two the the Tarleton takeover uh, with all the yeah. Tarleton players going in the draft yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's yeah. in the water in Stevenville? Is there any coach that you want to shout out specifically that's that's getting you, you guys ready to
1: play uh, football at the next level? Um, all of them really. You know, from the top down, Coach Witten is just an unbelievable coach. He gets us ready each and every week. Um, he was my quarterbacks coach there. You know, our O line coach, Coach Carey. He's actually the godfather to my daughter. Um, so it's a really, really special connection down there. And I think the biggest thing is when you go down there and you play, um, for Tarleton, it's, it's like a family, you know, you, you're not just another number. You're not just another W or whatever. It's, it's your, you're a son to the coaches and they're like father figures to us. Um, you know, and the strength that st- the strength staff there, uh, coach Cole and coach Sharp, you know, they put in the, the grit work, you know, behind the scenes and, um, just the whole Stevenville community gets behind us and, it's just a really, really cool place to play, and I'm excited to see what they do uh, going up, up a level. So,
0: yeah, I, I've had a chance. I cover college football for us here at SGPN. I've had a chance to watch them, but clearly, you know, it, and I, the program's gotten better. And I, throughout the years that I've been watching them, um, yeah. and and to the USFL draft, I'm telling you, it feels like every five picks, a guy from Charlton's right. getting drafted. So they're doing yeah. something right. Ben, we appreciate you joining us so much, man. Thank you, and best You're wishes. Welcome. And like I said, please come back. Uh, and talk about your experiences, man. But I, I think bright days are ahead of you, man.
1: Thank you, appreciate it. I'll be on anytime you guys need me to.
0: Thanks, brother. Appreciate it, and, yep. and good Congratulations. luck. Congratulations.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you. Appreciate it.
3: Anytime, man. Oh man, that was awesome. That's awesome. If they're all family, that is the most successful foster home in the history of foster homes. Quite <laughs> honestly, that is impressive. It hey, is. It, isn't it crazy how it always seems like uh, the When people talk about the programs that they come from, it's either like, you know, coach taught me it it was all business. Everything was business. We were, you know, focus and business. And then like how many people thrive out of that just family feeling out of people who just feel comfortable with who they are and who they're taking instruction from. It's just, you know, you don't always have to be a Saban. You can love on them a little bit, too we see it all the time. Culture, I almost think is more important,
0: uh, you know, from, a, from a winning standpoint than bringing in the big, big time recruits. Me and Patty C have this argument all the time, but you look at like, we've, you know, I've met people that, you know, I, I don't want to throw certain, I mean, okay. Uh, like uh, players that played, I, I know played for Bobby Petrino. They mm-hmm. said, ah, oh, you know, it was kind of, I, I kind of really didn't know him, you know, it didn't, yeah. I got a weird feeling know, yeah. not throw. He's a good football coach. If you, if you judge wins and losses, but at the same time, there is something that I think when you have those family feels, I've heard people talk, Bill Snyder, they said that was what made him great is you felt like it was a whole family. And, and trust me, when that happens, normally winning follows, we had a slew of draft picks go on, Um, (laughs) but that was awesome. That was awesome. And uh, look, we got Damian mama uh, from Southern Cal going to the bandits, another USC player. We had Paul noseworthy from Buffalo. Shout out to, to the bulls. Uh, He went to the stars. Evan Haim from Minnesota State. Small schools got to represent. Shout out to Evan Haim. He is on the New Jersey Generals. Uh, Tyrone Prescott from NC State to the Houston Gamblers. John Deitsen from Wisconsin or Deitsen. He is a Pittsburgh Mauler. Liam Dobson from Texas State in the Sunbelt in San Marcos to the New Orleans Breakers and Jalen Allen from Charlotte to the breakers. Uh, uh, you know, some big time draft picks there. Um, those are all guards. Defensive tackles are up next. You're rocking with the USFL gambling podcast as we break down all 35 rounds and, and, and shout out to my guy, the Wolf of Oakland, uh, Chase, you can give him a follow on Twitter at of Oakland. I mean, look, we just a, a slew of picks just happened, but I mean, once again, we get back to that story though. Um, I'd say, you know, just interviewing uh Ben Holmes there and learning about his story, it's fantastic, yeah. man. You know, it's, it was an unfortunate situation. Obviously, you know, his mom passed away, so he stepped away from football for a little bit to get, you know, figure some things out. And then uh, look at him now, and- he gets one offer and boom.
3: Yeah. And he falls into the right setting. I mean, I I don't want to, don't want to assume anything about, you know, his story or anything, but that, that feels like a, like a young man who needed a family setting, you know, like just perfect place, perfect time. And you know, uh, great to see it. Great to see it work out. Um, Yeah. Couldn't be happier. Uh, I know you interview like impressive people all the time. Like this is new for me. Uh, Did I play it cool?
0: Dude. I interview when I interview Wolf of Oakland, it's normally my heart. it's, It's I put the most effort. And I'm always nervous with those, with those answers, but yeah, you played a great man, got some humor in there too, with the water down there. And where was it? Huntsville, Texas. But uh, I mean, I thought that, I thought that, that story was great though, man. I, and I, I, I'll tell you this, I'm a fan. Now I went from a guy. Yeah. I watched him on some film. I watched some Tarleton state football a couple of years ago and I remember him, but now I'm like, okay, I gotta be rooting for that guy, man. Uh, that was awesome we got, uh, we're on round 24 defensive tackles, give it up for the defensive tackles out there. I always like defensive tackle. I'm a defense defense guy. You know, I want to see the me, I, I talked about this. The perfect football score to me is 17, 13,
3: right? You know, I, I feel like defensive tackles are, are especially in the way that the game is changing is they're, they're really evolving from more than just, you know, uh, eat up double teams and yeah. clog up running lanes. I mean, now you're dropping eight defensive backs a lot of the time with a, with a, a lot of defenses and you need guys who can generate a pass rush. So, I mean, these, these are hopefully guys that can, you know, throw a guy, get out of the, out of the way, Aaron Donald esque, get to the QB, but also uh, shut down the run.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the, the days perhaps of like a Michael Dean Perry might, might be a little bit different in today's <laughs> football, but, uh, Hey, this is fantastic. Uh, this is really, really great stuff going on. USFL uh, round 24 about to happen. Michigan Panthers on the clock. You know, Jeff Fisher, I, I've been talking about, I sound, I sound like a broken record. I've been talking so much about this, but a uh, defensive guy, buddy Ryan yeah. is, is the one that broke him in coaching wise. And he played for buddy Ryan as well. Uh, played safety at USC with just maybe the best secondary you could probably ever name in college football. I, I would yeah. say it's up there with, with, The best of all time. Uh, He's a guy that knows how important defense is. So, with defensive tackle, now here's what I'm doing as a guy trying to to get hip with this. I'm loading up, I'm over at sportsgalingpodcast.com. I'm on that SGPN app. I am loading up uh, Matthew Morse. Shout out to Matthew Morse. He wrote a great article uh, naming his top defensive lineman in the draft. Now, some of these guys have already been taken, Um, some haven't. You know, some of these are ends, but, um, everyone should be doing this. You check and see, you know, Hey, maybe, maybe we got this guy. We can go. Um, how about Kalani Vaca Lelo? I'm probably butchering that name, but damn it. He can play good football. He was at Oregon state. He played with the Jacksonville Jaguars, played with the DC defenders and the aviators in the spring league, Six three, three hundred twenty five 325 pounds. I mean, his
3: name's got to get called in this next round, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, little Vita Veya maybe, little, uh, you know, just big guy that looks like he can, he can make, get a push. Uh, I, yeah. I, I would be shocked to, to see him go longer than, than a few picks in this round.
0: Yeah. And with a name like that, I feel like if I'm look, let's say, let's say with some of the Larry Fedora offensive coach, I know you're a breakers fan. I'm not trying to offend you, but maybe he's like sitting there saying, all right, I got, i got my offensive guys. Oh, wait, we got to pick defense. Huh? Huh? You just look down on the sheet and you say, Oh, this guy's name is Kalani Vika. Laca And you just say, boom, I'll draft that guy right there.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, he recently watched Moana. He was like, I need this guy. This is the guy to pick. Um, yeah, man. Like I and also the players on the, I, I, he did a good job drafting defensive backs. Like I said yesterday and not just being a big, disgusting homer, but I did say yesterday he, the DB he picked up out of Ole Miss was a great pick. So, I mean, you met, you pair up DBS good DBS with a good defensive line and usually good things happen.
0: Yeah. It's funny. Even though you know, we, we can talk all we want about the game of football and the evolution of it or the changes that have provided it, you know, uh, at the end of the day, the Rams, you can, you can praise Matt Stafford all you want. You can praise Tom Brady the year before all you want, but really it was the defensive line and and the second defense in general, but especially the defensive line for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and for the, uh, the Los Angeles Rams that got them the super bowl. And you can do the same in college football. I mean, Michigan got to the playoff with a, with a great defensive line, but then yeah. they played Georgia who had the best defensive line in the country. And we saw what they did to Michigan. And then Alabama, once again, very talented defensive line. We saw them control that uh, really set the tone against Cincinnati and get the win defensive line and offensive line is still, you can change the game of football. All you want, go back to the first days of football. It's how you win. And, and you can look a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of quarterbacks get the praise. But uh, and I think you know some of that. Fair enough, the ball is in your hand every play. But at the same time, uh, I I think the offensive line and defensive lines uh are are a big reason. I mean, we talked Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady. Tom Brady never won a Super Bowl without
3: a top ten defense. Did you know that? Yeah. I, I mean, it's the defense that's putting the ball back in his hands to give him all these opportunities to rack up yards and everything. So yeah, absolutely. I, I I'm looking at the uh the uh defensive lineman article and uh. I'm seeing a Buffalo here. And I know, I know my man is, my oh, man yeah. is a Buffalo fan, Javier
0: Edwards, man. And this is my guy. I I was look, I, when, when, when he was at CU, I love this guy. I thought this guy was like our best defensive player. I would love to Now things didn't work out so far. I mean, he was drafted in the NFL, but uh, spent some time with the, with the Texans and the Cardinals. I would love to see this kid get a second chance because I think he can play. I really believe he can play. Um, uh, The guy played what uh, he started all 12 games at nose, tackle a senior year, 510 snaps stayed healthy. I'm telling you like he deserves, he deserves a second chance. Sometimes it's just, you know, sometimes it can be simple as the coach likes one of his old guys. Remember uh, maybe a new coordinator comes in and says, Oh, well, I trust uh, this guy played for me seven years in uh, Baltimore. I'm going to go with him over this young kid. And that's, and and it has nothing to do with, with uh, Edwards being a bad player. It's just something that he trusts. Uh, You know, that's just one example. There's many examples that can happen. So I would love to see Javier Edwards name called uh, in this, in this next round here, Panthers are on the clock. Perhaps Jeff Fisher can, uh, can keep the dream alive for Javier Edwards can keep the dream alive for some of these other Guys, uh, you know, we, we hit on, uh, what what was the gentleman's name that long? Kalani Vaca Melalello. All right. You know, that that's a name I I fully expect to be called in the next, uh, next slew of picks here. So,
3: uh, yeah. How about, uh, Miles Brown from Walford? Sure. Another, another small school guy. I mean, you've also, I mean, you've got some, some big boys from Georgia. You got a big boy from Missouri sitting out there with Toby Johnson from Georgia and Walter Palmore. Uh, I remember Walter Paul uh, who, and he's got a lot of uh experience between uh the NFL and then also the uh the XFL uh playing for the Roughnecks. Uh and I mean Toby Johnson, you you want to talk about a, a guy that's that's bounced around. It just shows you what a commodity people who are six four, three twenty-five are.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, right? Uh <laughs> Uh, Panthers on the clock. You're rocking with the USFL gambling podcast. We're in round 24. We got 11 more rounds out there. 11 more rounds. All right. And, and you didn't think you were going to do every pick. You're fucking crazy. All right. Uh, here we go. I want to uh, tell you guys though, before we get to this next round, that the USFL gambling podcast and the sports gambling podcast network are brought to you by win bet, win bet, uh, for every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com, W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, uh, and start winning today. And yeah, you need to get the College Basketball Experience podcast, by the way. All right. I host that thing. We've been doing it for four years. No, five, This is the fifth year. We've never had a losing season. We pick every single game, ATS, every single D1 game, and uh, our locks are way over 500, too. I just gotta, I gotta tout that in there with the with the college basketball talk. We're also brought to you by WinBet, or I'm sorry, by by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Dual. Stable Duals, a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to stableduel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. All right, make sure you grab that thing. It's your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing and let it ride. All right, man. Here we are in the
3: in the thick of this. What's I'm gonna on? I'm gonna propose something to you. Uh, a college experience ultimate frisbee podcast.
0: Oh man! So if you haven't, if you're living under a rock, the college football experience is a great podcast you should listen to that I host. The college basketball experience is a great podcast that I listen to. If I can, if I may say, all right, I, I like to be arrogant at times. Uh, and we actually dropped a college baseball episode, uh, and there's probably going to be more of those with the MLB out. Check out all those, and uh, yeah, uh, but college frisbee golf—is that what you said?
3: Oh, ultimate, ultimate, ultimate frisbee. frisbee. Yeah, frisbee oh, golf yeah. too, though, right? Just, just ultimate if you're hip to it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm excited. You can actually bet on the AUDL. That's right. The American Ultimate Disc League. Yeah. I just, get me I just in on that. Put I that just need right
0: I, <laughs> I just need some knowledge on that. It's crazy. I went and saw my my uh my my mother, uh, you know, she lives in North Carolina. Uh and I, I went to go visit her and I'm walking the dog and they have all these like I don't know if it's just where she's at is 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 a, a big frisbee area or something, but they they mm-hmm. they get into their their frisbee over there pretty pretty intensely. I would I would assume California would be more frizzy, frisbee friendly. Um, but places seems that like-
3: smell like pine cones and skunks tend to have a pretty good <laughs> pretty good frisbee uh, you know culture. It seems.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. So look, you're you're gonna host that pot, or you're gonna do the? Uh, hey,
3: hey, let's talk. I'm Not uninterested. That is for sure. <laughs> I'll have to send you my, my ultimate Frisbee poster boy, uh, glamor shots. Uh, yeah, do,
0: do, do you have a highlight tape of your, of your, of your days playing, uh, ultimate Frisbee?
3: Oh no, that you, uh, they sell those in adults only bookstores, uh, because <laughs> it was just pornographic <laughs> what I used to do out there. <laughs> oh
0: man, guys, everyone, the wolf of Oakland, uh, Hey chase, you, I, 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 I can't recall the name of the show that you run with, with, uh, USFL Jim. What is the name of the show right now?
3: The gymnasium uh, yes. is our, our Sunday podcast. And then uh, tonight we'll actually be doing a recap of the entire draft on our new show, spring fever over at uh, better than Vegas. There you go. The gymnasium. I knew that one. I was uh,
0: my bad. I was alluding to the new one. The we do so many free- shows now. It's, yeah. It was a
3: crapshoot. shoot. Yes.
0: Uh, so uh, if you guys g- check it out, I'm telling you uh wolf of Oak he's absolutely hilarious. And, uh, and I think you guys will enjoy it. So if you can, and and hey, if you like frisbee, maybe you send, him, maybe you slide into his DMs.
3: You know? Yeah, yeah. We can talk. We can talk disc. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure I enunciate there. Uh, yeah, absolutely.